0: This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. We just saw Lucifer rise. You just punched a Cupid. I punched a dick. It's time for season five. <laughs> And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. Chris, how are you today, man? what's going on? What's going on with Chris Moser today?
1: <laughs> Chris Moser's feeling pretty great today. He's on vacation. He woke up, watched some some Supernatural in bed, and now he's recording an episode about it. So, did you uh, Did you
0: leave the bed before turning on the TV?
1: Uh, I did only because I I needed to go and uh, get food to go then go eat in bed. Okay, so
0: that's so you were like, I need breakfast and supernatural. I mean, I want both of those things in my bed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like I made the right decision. I have to do. I have to do laundry now, but I have made the right decision.
0: Uh, <laughs> is that what we're, hey. do we need to rush through this to get uh, to get to, to your laundry?
1: No, it's cool. I'll do it later. I have a quick question though. Uh, how's my How's my dude, Big J, doing right now? Man,
0: uh, Big J is doing great. Uh, seriously, you know, NBD right now. <laughs> um, just, just, just having a great time. Yeah, uh, yeah I had a, I've had a good. I've had a good week so far. It, we're recording this on a Tuesday, but uh, I had a friend in town over the weekend, and we drank beers and watched an abnormal amount of football because she was a big football fan. So she wanted to watch LSU and the saints game. Um, the saints game, by the way, was at eight thirty in the morning because they were in London playing at American football, which I found very and, weird.
1: Yeah. That's kind of a weird move. But hey, a, what, what do I know about sports? All I know about are hunks,
0: <laughs> you're, you're, you're a hunk. You're expert level on hunks. Not you're, you're proficient yeah. with hunks. You're not proficient with sports. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it would be your D and D stats. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh let's talk about some hunks. Uh before we get into our episodes, uh let's thank some people that have donated to our Patreon. Uh you can go to patreon.com slash monster the week to support the show directly. We're close to covering the the first series of comic books where uh it looks like there's just gonna be a bunch of mean baby Dean. Uh which in hindsight we should have totally <laughs> named this podcast Mean Baby Dean. Mean <laughs> I don't baby know what we <laughs> I don't know what we were not thinking about that there, but uh so the two people we're going to thank this week is michael brewer and oh jesus christ and friend of the show autumn greer so <laughs> <laughs> autumn Thanks, insisted guys. autumn insisted on donating to the show even though i like i was like you know Patreon's going to take a cut like you could just hand me five dollars <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's that's the kind of chick my wife is so um thank you autumn and thank you michael for supporting the show uh go to patreon.com slash monster of the week to check all that stuff out thank you uh, and we're going to do something a little different this week, Chris. Uh, we had a, a kind of a surprising thing happen to the show. Um, so, listeners, uh, as you know, we we, we we are big Supernatural fans here, and uh, there's a lot of Supernatural podcasts out there, but there's also a lot of Supernatural merchandise out there, and uh, Chris and I... As we go about our lives in the world, and we, we encounter some supernatural merch, we usually like text one another and like, oh holy shit! Can you believe that they made this? Um, one of those things was like some 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 board games, some like uh, supernatural Trivial Pursuit, right? Like you, I don't remember where you saw that, but you saw that out in the wild somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, I saw it at Barnes and Noble. Um, Barnes and like Noble. every time I went to Barnes and Noble, I would find something new and be like, I really need to buy this. <laughs> uh, I had just found Trivial Pursuit and said to my girlfriend, like, we need to. Me and Jeremy need to get this to do it on the show. <laughs> So uh, the weird thing
0: is, uh, right around that
1: time that he texted me and
0: was like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm about to buy this t- supernatural trivia pursuit game," and I was getting kind of jealous because there's th- the Barnes and Noble here closed down because you know Louisiana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we were contacted by a company called USAopoly, and uh, they specialize in making kind of like themed board games for various uh, franchises. So. Uh, our our friend our new friend Jackie – thank you, Jackie. Hello, Jackie, if you're out there. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm sorry I confessed to murdering a man the first time I met you. I'm sorry. That was weird. Um, she contacted us and said, uh, hey, uh, you're one of – we noticed that you're a big Supernatural podcast, and uh, I, we want to like – give you some stuff and have you talk about it on the show. And, uh, and we bowed immediately to any form of flattery. So. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, number one, where are you getting your numbers? And two, yes, <laughs> I'm looking for both of those. Uh, so she was kind enough to send us uh, several games. They sent us a supernatural themed, trivial pursuit, supernatural themed uh, <clears throat> excuse me, monopoly, supernatural themed clue. And um, there's actually like a custom supernatural card game um, that I haven't dug into yet, but that I'm looking forward to. Uh, so, uh chris and i talked about it and talked about it quite a bit uh both of us are kind of kind of weird about advertising in general but we specifically with the trivial pursuit stuff we thought this would be a blast to talk about on the show and we're actually going to quiz one another for a little while and see if we can answer these supernatural questions uh we're going to do our best to keep this stuff limited to season five Right? I think that's what we're going to try to do. Yeah,
1: we don't want to have spoilers yet. So but Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're going to we're going to we're going to filter our questions and we're going to see how uh do we, do we want to keep score? Or do we just want to like talk about this and like quiz with another?
1: Yeah, want to you want to keep wanna score? Scoring? Whoever gets okay. six first wins. We're playing the speed round version of it. Oh, um, I didn't is that is that how Trivial Pursuit speed round works? Yeah, there's there's two there's two versions of of uh Trivial Pursuit. Once you get uh you get a question right, then you get to answer another question and then you keep that card and the first person to six cards wins Um, okay and it's like this chain of answers you would have to keep getting right in order to keep getting points because it's an extended play game it's not something that you just play for five minutes however there is the speed version of the game which is what we're going to do so jeremy do you have your little uh your little dice there that it comes with i do i do i have my little dice um
0: just to talk about this a little bit like our our (laughs) we've got like a little map and we've got a little impala we've got some vampire lips we got a little picture of sam and dean uh we've got like so yeah i
1: can there, the Winchester brothers and then there is the angels and demons. These are the categories, of course. Yeah. Locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, spells, objects, and rituals. That one's gonna be tough, whatever it is. Creatures, answers the windigo. And uh the last one is the <laughs> Apollo and the category is join the hunt. So I'm not really sure what that is. Join, join the hunt. Um hashtag join the hunt. Hashtag, oh yeah, hashtag join the hunt. Okay, so do you uh, do you wanna go first? Sure. So am I'm
0: rolling dice, and I'm going to pick a card, or you're going to pick a card and quiz me. I I, I don't Uh, don't think that I've ever actually played Trivial Pursuit (laughs) in my life. (laughs) So I'm rolling the dice.
1: Uh, Roll the dice. Tell me what you get.
0: Okay, I got the little pink slab thing.
1: Okay, that's the, uh, I believe it's an angel tab. Okay, so here you go. You ready? Sure. This is a question for uh, Jeremy Greer. Whoever gets the six first wins. Okay. Uh, What is the name, what is the real name of the yellow-eyed demon?
0: Uh that would be a Zazel.
1: You got it. That's Ooh, one point for Jeremy.
0: One point for Jay. I'm gonna win this just by just by being first.
1: Yeah. Uh, are you rolling <laughs> the
0: dice? And I'm asking you a question, are we swapping? I'm rolling back the forth?
1: dice now. Okay. I'm rolling the dice now. Your okay, team. I got green, which is the uh creatures.
0: Okay. Uh a vampire can become incapacitated by drinking what? Dead man's blood.
1: You got it. Dee dee that's right. one point for Chris. One point for Chris. I think <laughs> you we're keep gonna... track of my score, I'll keep track of your score. <laughs> I've got, Look, I've got
0: both of them. I'm marking down both. Alright, I'm going to roll again. Hold on. Okay. Uh,
1: I got the yellow map thing. <clears throat> okay. That is locations, I believe. Um, let me see... Okay, that's a spoiler, so I won't read that. <laughs> Hold on, let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay, in which state is the mystery spot located? They spent a lot of time there. Oh shit! I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a it's a place where a lot of weird things happen in America.
0: Um, I I mean, like it's got to be one of those weird square states, right? So like Nebraska, maybe. <laughs> it was Florida. Oh really? Mystery N- N- yeah. pot was in Florida. They really yeah, need that's to. That's why they uh, were so
1: sweaty. It was very humid. <laughs>
0: they, they, I did not notice that the background was any different from Vancouver. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there were no palm trees. There were no alligators. I didn't see
1: this at all. Okay. I got uh, purple, which is uh, spells, objects, and rituals. That I'm gonna get it wrong. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Spoiler. 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 spoiler, This is really hard. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. You want me to roll again. I'll roll um, again.
1: I'm rolling again. Okay. I got blue. I got the Winchester's.
0: Okay. Um. Aside from well. I'm just going to say this because this is not much of a spoiler, but aside from Moose and Jolly Green, what is Crowley's other nickname for Sam? Ooh, that's a tough one. I wouldn't have got that. That is a
1: tough one. Hmm. What is Crowley's other nickname for Sam? I bet there's people screaming at me right now because I don't know mm-hmm, the answer. Because mm-hmm. I just, I, Moose is what comes to mind every single I, time. I guarantee I you, say, I guarantee
0: like, you Nis and Easton Easler are like, what the fuck? How can you not get this? <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say Sasquatch. And it's wrong. It's Gigantor. Damn it. <laughs> All right, one up still. Okay. I got the uh, pink slab thing again.
1: Okay. Okay. Dean tortured souls in hell under the tutelage of which demon?
0: Oh, what is this dude's name? Um, oh, shit. I'm so bad with names. Uh, I can picture him. He's that like dude that has the really like gravelly voice, and he tortures him back with... Uh, I cannot remember this guy's name. It's going to frustrate you. Uh, Astriel or something like that? Astrid? <laughs> no, it is Alistair. Alistair, that's that's the like, one. Okay. You know, like Alistair Crowley? <laughs> yeah, like Alistair Crowley, which I mentioned in the last episode of Monster of the Week. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got the Winchesters again. Cool. Um who kills Dean by having him torn apart by hellhounds? That's a gimme.
1: Uh, who who doesn't kill Dean by Lilith? <laughs> Thank you. There you
0: go. <laughs> Chris is Chris is in the lead. This is taking a lot longer to get to six points for people who are doing a podcast about supernaturals. So. You you shut up. Alright, roll your dice. Uh I got the Winchester's.
1: Okay. Um, Oh what is the manufacturing year of Dean's famous car? Uh that would be nineteen sixty nine. Nice. Um, <clears throat> no, it was nineteen sixty
0: seven. What? What the fuck, Jeremy? <laughs> I thought that was a sixty nine Apollo. Me. Jesus, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be about the, <laughs> it'll be funny. I'll, I'll beat that. Don't worry about it.
1: Um,
0: roll your dice, roll your dice. You filthy mouth. Cool.
1: Okay. I got green creatures. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, skinwalkers are
1: humans that can transform into what animals? Uh, I think in supernatural skinwalkers turn into like, like dogs and cats. I'm just going to say pets.
0: Well, you, I'm, I'm going to give it to you because it's the answer is dogs, and that's the first thing that you said. So, Chris 3, oh, okay. okay. Jeremy 1, which is really very embarrassing. I'll
1: <laughs> you got the Impala wrong.
0: <laughs> I right. the Impala wrong. I just really wanted to make that 69 joke, apparently. I know you did.
1: You were running towards it.
0: All right. Speaking of the Impala, I got the Impala that time.
1: Okay. So, uh, what cursed object results in both... Good day, or, or sorry, both good and bad luck for Sam and Dean in the season three episode "Bad Day at Black." Oh man, that's a great episode. That's the Rabbit's Foot. You got it.
0: Woo, that's an easy one. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I got the Winchesters again. <laughs> good. Um. Oh, this is old school. Uh, Dean fashioned an EMF meter out of what piece of technology? Um, a Walkman. Boom. I didn't actually look at the answer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Woo. All right, Chris Ford, Jeremy 2, and I got the Impala again.
1: Okay. Uh, This agent is first an enemy and then an ally of the Winchester Brothers until his untimely death at the hands of Lilith.
0: Can you you repeat the question for me?
1: I sure can, buddy. Uh, (laughs) This agent is first an enemy and then an ally of the Winchester Brothers until his untimely death at the hands of Lilith.
0: Oh, what is that dude's name? Chris, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> this is why I write everything down. Like, if you want to know why I make a two page two pages worth of notes on a 45 minute episode of Supernatural, it's because I uh, can't remember anything. Um, I don't know the answer to this. I, I can picture him in my head. Maybe something with a Z. Nope. <laughs> nope. You Victor. Take something. A guess? Victor. something? Yes. Victor. Something.
1: Victor. Something. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Uh, Agent, you know his last name. Agent Victor. Agent Victor. What? This second, <laughs> his first name is not Agent. His first name is Victor. What's his last name? I know you can do it. I, I, I can't do it. I have no idea. Uh, agent Victor Henriksen.
0: Henriksen. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, right, roll your dice. Rolling these dice. I got the Winchesters again. All right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is a real dumb one uh what simple word does lucifer want sam to say so that the younger winchester will become his human vessel on earth yes <laughs> you nailed it chris four jeremy two or excuse me chris five jeremy two and i go oh, yeah i got the uh locations again i got the, the little map thing okay which means i'm definitely
1: not gonna get this one okay the basement of bobby's house contains what unique feature
0: Oh, like the cast iron room, um, like the demon proof room or whatever. I don't, I don't know what, they, what, yep. what the official name for it is. So I'll
1: give it to you. It says it says ghost and demon proof panic room, but I'll give you that one. Obviously, cool. you got it right. Roll them bones, right. local bones. Here we go. Okay, I got uh, purple, which is spells, creatures, and rituals. Or I'm sorry, objects and rituals.
0: Okay. Uh sorry, I'm just making sure these are hard to, on the spoilers. Um Sam uses a summoning ritual to ask this demon for help in confronting Lilith before Dean's time on Earth is up.
1: Um Did hmm. I stump them
0: bones? I think I, I stumped this. them. Bones.
1: Oh the, the the crossword demon. Nope.
0: What? The answer is Ruby.
1: Oh, okay. Duh. I was just thinking of when he uh he shoots the, the crossroads demon.
0: Alright, I got the Impala this time.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh Oh. Uh, okay uh which ghost facer dies during a case involving the Morton House? Oh
0: I don't remember that guy's name. Like they he was only on one episode. These names okay, okay, are okay, killing
1: I'll ask you another Um, one, I'll ask you another
0: one. Well, I can tell you everything about this dude. Like, he was, he kind of had a crush on the other Ghost Facer. Like, I can tell you a lot of his... Anyway, ask me another question that's not about a name, because, geez.
1: His name was Corbett, by the way. Okay, um... (laughs) I
0: would have definitely not gotten that one.
1: um, Okay, what creature turned Gordon Walker's sister, eventually forcing him to kill her? Vampire. You got it. And some of these are like some of these are extremely hard. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Um, These are for like, well, a lot of these are for super diehard fans, Mm -hmm. um, which is exactly what they want. Okay, now roll.
0: I got map yellow. I don't know how you could possibly get it, but I'm going to. Oh. (laughs) Oh yeah, I I just okay, cool. Um this extension of Route 66 runs through New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah and is where Sam and Dean fight a ghost-powered completely racist truck. You might, you might I, I I may have added something to that.
1: I mean <laughs> that is it is it Route 666? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that's you win. Is that by put the me way. at six?
0: That put you at okay. six. Um, well, that was fun. Yeah. So thank you to our, our friend Jackie over at USOPOLY. Uh, please go see the link uh, in the show net. What am I saying? USAOPOLY. Is it USA? Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah it's probably definitely yeah. USAOPOLY. Just, you don't have to keep calling out Jackie. <laughs> well, well, no, she she's a nice person. She hooked us up. I'm, I'm I want to shout Jackie out a little bit. Uh, USAopoly. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to go to Barnes and Noble to pick up uh, some of the games. Uh, so go do that if you're interested. I will say that I I haven't played the Supernatural Monopoly yet, but all of the pieces are hilarious and all of the like it's it's just it's just a real goofy and fun time with all of this stuff. Like I, I'm kind of yeah. digging it. Yeah,
1: I'm super into all of it.
0: So, uh, thank you to those guys, and we're going to get on with the show with our first episode of Supernatural that we're covering this week, which is a way for me to cover that I don't have my notes up. Okay, the, uh, the song remains <laughs> the same, written by Sarah Gamble and Nancy Weiner, directed by Steve Boyum. Air date was uh, February 4th, 2010. With the help of Castiel, Sam and Dean go back in time to 1978 and are reunited with their parents. Their mission is to prevent their father and mother from being murdered by Anna, who was ordered by the angels to stop Sam from being conceived, so Lucifer won't be able to use him as a vessel to the future. Mary recognizes Dean as a hunter that's he visited in the past once before, but tries to keep the truth from John before he just <laughs> can finish the job. The archangel Michael shows up. <gasps> Oh man, that was, that was a lot. But the description, it's a, it's a block of text. It's a huge block of text. Uh, we didn't actually talk about like what the testers have been doing up to this point. Do you want to, do you want to catch us up on a road so far before we get too far into this or do you just want to?
1: Oh, real quick, real quick road so far. So they, um, they went into a mental institution mm-hmm. and, uh, Dean realized that he loves pudding and Sam realized that he needs anger management and then on the episode that uh took place after uh that episode they um went and what did they uh, what did they do there jeremy <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: they
1: they they probably killed something
0: or like said no to a deity so, like let's just leave it at that okay. um i really like this episode like it should be a goofy time travel episode uh but they kind of closed the loop pretty well at the end and i i i really kind of dig this and i'm i'm a real big fan of young mary winchester
1: yeah i still can't get over how much she looks like older mary winchester But uh, I, as I told you this morning, completely forgot about this episode. I did not know what was going to happen in it, and it was kind of a surprise to watch, which is weird because I've seen it so many times. I've seen this season so many times, but I guess for whatever reason, I just forgot that they time traveled. Maybe I skipped it on my last rewatch or something.
0: Sure. Um, Maybe you have like a a defective, like super rare DVD that leaves this episode off.
1: (laughs) But... I mean, as I watched it, I was like, okay, yeah, it wasn't like I was totally shocked by the events, but it was I'm – I'm not going to lie, Jeremy. It was kind of fun watching a Supernatural episode not knowing everything that was going to happen <laughs> in it.
0: That, more than anything, is what I'm uh, really excited about to get into, like, some of the post-season five stuff because I remember a lot yeah. of it, but uh, there's going to be a lot of it that, like, I – just kind of like maybe half watched or whatever, or like maybe mm-hmm. I watched after a couple of years, so I don't quite like remember all of the details. So, well, that, you that, didn't
1: watch it for a podcast, which I is definitely, definitely different. Yeah,
0: I definitely didn't watch it and make two pages of notes on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we start out the episode with uh, Dean kind of uh, sitting in this like very posh, uh, very like upscale, like obviously a stripper room. Like, he's obviously in the VIP, right? He's obviously in the champagne room, is what I'm trying to say. And, uh, like, on the stage is a is a stripper chick uh, dressed up in the devil outfit. And uh, he's extremely excited about it. He's like, maybe I like Lucifer after all. <laughs> Which is... Dean, oh, please. Dean, oh, Dean. And then, of course, like, an angel stripper shows up. Uh, and, like, they... Like, and I really... Like, I get it, right? Like, I I get, like, CW's trying to be, like, the sexy show or whatever. But, like, when they do, like, prolonged shots of, like, chicks that are not in the show at all. And, like, oh, like, look at these hot chicks and their abs and their,
1: like, butts. I'm, like, okay, come on. Like, really? (laughs) But. (laughs) They um, just are trying to be, like, listen. Listen. There's a lot of fan fiction out there right now, and we don't know how to we don't know how to get out in front of this.
0: Let's <laughs> yes. just keep, please. Everybody, everybody, look. He's hetero. Look at this one scene. Don't look at all of the other rest of these episodes. It's, you know, it's <laughs> the, the same like
1: the same nervous three male producers who are like, "Well, I'm not. I've never. I've never had to deal with any of this before. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs>
0: how did our how did our how did our very straight alpha male character become involved in like a series of fan fiction about this angel guy that we did not <laughs> expect whatsoever. Um everybody else is like what do you mean how? <laughs> <laughs> um but then our old friend Anna shows up. Uh we haven't seen Anna for a little while. Anna was a angel that came to earth uh and kind of uh did she remove her grace or did she lose her grace? I don't quite remember. She
1: she fell to earth in heaven i think that she lost her grace during the fall and came and then was like born reborn as a human on earth yeah um and then she did reclaim her grace yeah during and some, like, uh, just shenanigans
0: and it should be noted that uh before she got her grace back uh that sounds like a (laughs) how Anna got her grace back sounds like a pretty good Uh spinoff um before Uh she before she got her grace back her and dean did bone down in the back of the 67 impala uh so it's never going to be the impala again by the way chris it's always going to be the 67 impala uh but anna shows up and uh obviously this is this is a dream of dean's and uh dean is kind of embarrassed that you know his 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 last crush if you will shows up in the middle of his horn dog dream
1: he does kind of just have a crush on anna like even though like sure they hooked up but like she was just kind of like you know this is just good good for my body but Mm -hmm. dean was like dean was into it you know for her it was just a thing but dean he had feelings more yeah
0: she just like she probably had never had sex as a human before and i'm like i'm sure dean's pretty good at it so like she was probably like yeah this is fun and then she got her grace back and was like i cannot believe i did it with a with a human (laughs) uh but yes she has been uh the last time we saw her was when Castiel turned her into heaven for, for being the rebellious angel. And since then she has been, uh, in heaven prison, uh, being tortured, which she says is, uh, and she, she says it's all the torture, but p- twice the self-righteousness of being in hell. So, uh, <laughs> really just driving home that all of these heaven and angels, people are, d- are just
1: serious dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gives Dean an address being like, Hey, I want you to come here and meet me. We need to talk. Um, and, of course, we sh- we have a scene of Dean, like, waking up, like, sleeping on the edge of the bed. Obviously not just lying down like a regular person. He's, like, sitting at the edge of the bed with his shoes on. Like, no wonder you can't get any frickin' sleep, Dean.
0: Autumn <laughs> commented on that as well. Like, is that just what he sleeps in? Um, and I have to imagine, like, from what we know uh, about how much he drinks and how little sleep he gets, like, that has to be what he passed out in, right? Like, he was probably slamming mm-hmm. back some whiskey and, like, okay, now I'll go to sleep.
1: Yeah, um, it does feel like half the time that Dean is just like, okay, well, I'm just sitting at the edge of the bed, and then he just like leans back, and then he's uh, falls asleep. Yeah. Um, especially since we've been learning like in the uh, the uh, same interrupted episode how little Dean is sleeping mm-hmm. and how little he's taking care of himself, uh, and he's just sort of falling apart. Um, and that I think him laying like that could definitely uh, contribute to that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, and so. He gets up, and uh, we see – and then the next scene, we see Anna walk into, like, the abandoned warehouse where, like, you know, the deal is about to go down, <laughs> as Cass would yeah. say. Um, but uh, Dean doesn't show up, but Castiel does. And they kind of have a back and forth, and, and Castiel's basically saying, like, hey, I, I don't trust you at all. Like, Dean trusts you, but I don't trust you at all, and I think that you were let out for a reason. Uh, there's no way you could have broken yeah. out. And
1: uh, Yeah, Castiel insists that there's no, there's no breaking out. They let you out. Yeah. Like, they let you out for a reason.
0: And uh, he also says that uh, t- turning her into the heaven police was a mistake, but he doesn't actually apologize for it because uh, no. that would be – I guess that would be a little little too far for old Kaz. But um, he says like, hey, like if you weren't – if you were totally trustworthy, as she tries to convince him that she's just here to help Sam and Dean, like, hey, if you were totally trustworthy, why would you bring that knife? And he, she kind of has a, a knife. And then he says like, hey – that knife doesn't kill angels like this one does <laughs> i'm like God damn yeah. Cass, what are you doing yeah, when they say
1: when they say that knife i think it, you automatically think of either the demon knife which obviously she doesn't have mm-hmm. or uh an angel blade but she's just carrying like a regular knife just, to kill regular people with. <laughs> not even a regular
0: knife like a regular like nine inch knife <laughs> like yeah. it's a it's a long and um but she, and she confesses, like, she's there to kill, uh, Sam because if Lucifer doesn't have his vessel and he's wearing out Nick pretty quick, uh, poor Mark P- P- Pellegrino, um, but if Lucifer doesn't have his be- vessel, then that's going to save this whole thing. So she's there to, to murder Sam and, uh, in response, to has this question of, like, well, what are you going to do? He's just going to, like, Lucifer's just going to, like, resurrect him again. Like, that's no big deal. Which <laughs> just like, really kind of, yeah. it's a really great comment of how, like, little death matters in the universe of Supernatural. Like, he's just going <laughs> to resurrect him. Like, how are you going to get around that? Um, have you even talked to the writers about this, Anna or God? Um, <laughs> she says that she's going to scatter his cells across the universe, which I, I really is kind of a, like, cool thing to me. Like, that's a, kind of a cool way to deal with
1: yeah. the problem. She's just like, yeah, he'll never be able to find all of them. So he can go ahead and resurrect him if he wants. But they're like, and this is the thing that I forgot about. I know it's a kind of a whole arc of the season of the angels now feeling desperate. They can't get Dean to say yes, but they can at least kill Sam and get him uh, out of the picture. Um, And that's what this whole thing is about. It's just demons or or rather uh, angels and specifically Anna going to great lengths to make sure that Sam uh, does not live.
0: Yeah. That They are actively trying to kill this dude, which is which is a disappointment. Um, they it's a bummer ba- for the
1: show that they decided to kill one of them off. But here we are. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really like I mean, it's it's really going to put a, a dent in the in the, the, the post season five numbers. Um, but Anna like just jets basically, and then shows up in the past of in like the nineteen seventies where uh, like I just sa- also
1: want to note that Castiel says because Sam is my friend. And, oh you know, yeah, just me. That yeah, means that's, a lot
0: to me. That's really nice. Like, because we, yeah. we often talk about Kaz and Dean, or Kaz Dean, if you will. Uh, but uh, is that the know, ship name you've come up with? That was, that was like, apparently Dean Kaz, excuse me. Dean Kaz was the original ship name before Destiel came along. And like, the Destiel old, Destiel is better. The old, sco- <laughs> the old school shippers are, are still holding on to Dean Kaz. So that's, that's the thing that I've learned since I've started the, the Supernatural podcast. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Audrey. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I like that Caslake says, like, "No, I'm not going to let you do that because Sam is my friend. And uh, it's just really nice that he likes both of these boys as much as he likes, you know, Dean. Yeah.
1: And then in front of the live studio needs you just hear that. Aww. Aww. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so she gets transported to the past somehow. Uh, and, like, they, they make that clear by, like... Two very 70s looking people making out in a like Thunderbird (laughs) convertible, uh, like next to a grease poster. Like, they might as well just smoking a a doobie, smoking a doob, (laughs) smoking some 70s weed. Yeah, which uh, by all accounts is not extremely strong weed. So, (laughs) (laughs) um. And then the next scene is uh, Dean and Sam and Castiel all kind of talking about this. And uh, Dean says that he has a hard time believing Anna has gone full Glenn Close. And he's <laughs> and Castiel's like, what's a Glenn Close? Which is, yeah. I love it. I, I know that um, we kind of, we, we have taken a uh, anti-pop culture reference when it comes to our demons and angels. But yeah. Castiel learning about this stuff I think is really See, that See, that
1: works very well for me because he's mm-hmm. with Dean who's the type of person who uses them all the time, because apparently Dean will just not understand whole huge, like, things, but then he'll be super into all these random, like, movies. Like, same, or Dean, rather, has probably never heard of Harry Potter, but he knows all of these actors and act. He's, he's an interesting fella.
0: So, uh, being married to Autumn, uh, I've learned over the years that she absorbs, like, pop, pop culture references just from the people around her. So, like, that girl was making, like, Godfather jokes despite having never seen any of the movies and, uh, having never read the book until a couple of years ago. And, but was just, like, laying down, like, some Sleeps with the Fishes shit on me all the time. So I just assumed that she did. And, like, <laughs> and when Dean makes this, uh, and explains, cause, you know, as Cassiel says, what's a glean close? He's like, hey, it's just a crazy chick that like to boil rabbits. Um, like i would just assume that he's heard that joke from somebody else right? like he yeah. just picked that up somewhere like <laughs> he doesn't he's never actually seen fatal attractions or anything yeah. so like he he doesn't know the actual reference
1: <laughs> makes way more sense than, like bobby told him about it or something <laughs> yeah he just
0: like he heard it on that uh doctor sexy show right someone made a game yes, close yes. joke and so he's just he's just ripping that whole cloth uh because okay. he knows none of these hunters or angels are watching doctor sexy like he does like he's he's yeah. into it yeah Anyway, uh, Sam actually asked, like, hey, Cassiel, would would this work, like, if she killed me, and, I, you know, would that actually save humanity? And yeah, of course, of
1: course, immediately, he's like, yeah, 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 is there a sword? Because I want to jump on it, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, hand me my
0: sword and my favorite trampoline. Bobby. I mean, Sammy's got some work to do. <laughs>
1: uh, he's and of of course, immediately just like, wait, 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 wait hold on, yeah, yeah I could kill myself for this? Yeah, let's do, that. Let's, do that. let's do that. Let's do that thing. Come on, Sam, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sam just wanted to kill himself immediately. Although at
1: this at this point, I kind of don't blame him. No,
0: like, no this actually this is a this is a valid question from Sam, I think, because like you know, if you have the opportunity to sacrifice yourself and save humanity, like if this war just simply won't be fought, then that's 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 kind of a big deal. Yeah, um, But Castiel says, no, no, don't worry. She's just a Glenn Close, <laughs> like a crazy person who <laughs> likes to boil rabbits. And uh, and basically, Dean just like browbeats Castiel into sending them back to time. Uh, Castiel does this this ritual to identify where he is. And again, we get like this weird kind of yeah. chanting that uh, Lucifer was doing a few episodes ago that I think is corny as hell. I was into Castiel doing it
1: because we've never seen him do a spell. It's always just like boink and then you're gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because uh Castiel says like this shit is this shit is kind of hard because I'm no longer like connected to heaven's power. Like I don't just have like an infinite supply of angel magic anymore. Like I have to do I have to do some other shit. Uh so like he has to like cast weird spells and stuff. And I just like the fact that he knows that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, flashback time, right?
0: it's time to go back in
1: time. Do they make a DeLorean reference at some point? I have that written down in my note.
0: They must. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember exactly when, um,
1: Oh, cause Castiel says that he, you know, he's, he's running low on power and, uh, and Dean says, are we going to what? Try to use the DeLorean without enough plutonium. And Cass immediately is just like, I don't understand. That I don't reference. understand your
0: references. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually have that written down too. So, um, and
1: I, I definitely like that. Ca- I like the idea of Castiel. Just like, Oh, very willingly trying to, to keep up with the things that Dean is talking about and trying mm-hmm. to understand these references that he's making. Like, he just used Glenn Close a minute ago, but then Dean's just using another one right away, and he's like, I don't, have, I don't have time I for this. I can't
0: keep up. I can't keep up. Can't please, <laughs> Dean, please. <wanted> Dean, please. <laughs> <laughs> show me, show <laughs> well, me Fatal God. Attractions and then show me the Back to the Future trilogy so I can understand your dumbass jokes. Um, Yeah, I... I, I i I like that too, like I like the fact that uh we see Kaz more and more try to become a part of the culture that he's in, like he's no longer like heaven's agent, right like he's just an angel right. trying to stop the apocalypse,' almost working against heaven. He's just so, a good
1: boy trying to you know
0: yeah try, trying to make trying it, to get a, a treat Trying try to try to get a treat excuse me, <laughs>
1: he's just a good boy trying to get a treat. <laughs>
0: He's just, but I like that he's trying to fit in, right? Like he's, he's actually trying to, um, yeah, get a treat to get, I'm I'm not going to say that out loud. Uh, so yeah, (laughs) they, he does the spell. They go back in time. Uh, Sam and Dean show up in the middle of the streets and then quickly see that, uh, Castiel is, um, kind of like kneeling over a car and is uh vomiting up blood because this this spell took a lot out of them we saw this with anna as well right like we when anna went back in time she was obviously wounded um they put castiel up in like a in like a hotel suite and uh dean relays this back to sam and says like hey i just i told the the manager just to not disturb him for for any reason while he's while he's healing up and the manager just said that's fine do you want some blow <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! Do you want some dope? That's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a little different, right? Yeah,
0: just dope. Just,
1: dope, is, dope is just pot, right? Yeah, I don't dope, know.
0: dope is just pot. I think. Uh, at me all of your seventies drug references, by the way. Like, I just, I just yeah. want to see how funny the language is. Um, <laughs> this, this, this is all good. Uh, I really like the fact that they just look up John Winchester's address in a phone book. Like, they just go to yeah. a, like a payphone, pull it up, and, and like Sam just rips it out, and it's like, yeah, he's at like one two three Fake Street or whatever. Like. Because, like, modern day John Winchester would not let that happen at all.
1: No, no. But right now, he's just a regular, regular boy with a regular family. Um, or so he thinks. But so obviously, they don't live at, like, the Winchester's old house. It's just, like, a random address, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just a, it's just an address, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah, they show up, and, uh, Mary is, like, not happy at all to see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, um, This interaction
0: between Dean and Mary. uh, I had forgotten this, by the way. So, like, I I had thought that um, Dean had confessed that he was Mary's son in the first time travel episode. He Uh, does
1: to uh, to, Samuel. To Samuel, Samuel, yeah, to the grandfather,
0: but not to Mary. So um, Mary recognizes him as a hunter, but is unaware of all the time travel shenanigans. Uh, So all she associates Dean with is, um, you know, her parents dying, extremely bloody. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, They show up and, uh, you know, he's trying to convince Mary to come in when who answers the door but John. And uh, the next like 10 or 15 minutes are filled with Sam Winchester not knowing how to hang out with his young parents. And I (laughs) fucking love it. Like this long (laughs) lingering handshake that he has with John where he doesn't let go. And he's like almost like he's kind of like misty in the eyes. (laughs) And then, uh, like, it, it, they invite him inside and they sit down at their, like, you know, living room and they're, they're going there back and forth. Like, Sam just blurts out, you were so beautiful. <laughs> like,
1: <Yeah. laughs>
0: and it's just having, like, and he's just, like, staring Mary down. Like, there's, I'm going to make a gif out of it and put it on the Twitter because, like, there's a moment of severe au- awkwardness.
1: Yeah, John is like, please, why are, why are you looking at my wife like that? And they're like, oh, wait, she just looked a lot like our mother. Um, I like that the idea that Dean is never surprised by anything twice if that makes sense. Uh, he was very emotional the first time that he went back in time and saw his parents. Very emotional when he met John and then when he went when he met Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that, he was emotional probably the first time that he um, did this with Sam or that. You know what I mean? Like, every time that something happens with Dean, he acts very emotionally and he has a big surprise, whatever the thing may be that's causing it. Uh, but never more than once. You know, the second time that they tangled with a crossroad demon, Dean was not surprised. The second time they deal with the vampire dean is not surprised the second time that he sees his parents dean does not have that reaction you Mm -hmm. can get dean once but you can't get him twice and i think that that is clear here and he's still he's still doing the whole great dean thing but i just think that it stands out that that's something about dean where sam might be able to be shocked by something that happens twice Mm -hmm. dean never will be um yeah you know the second time that dean sees an angel he's like yep okay you're all a bunch of chuckleheads where sam is like you're an
0: angel yeah (laughs) He's Sam is very anime boy when he, whenever he sees something,
1: yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah. <gasps> I'm assuming that's what anime is. I don't, I've never actually Exa- watched it. No, that's anime. exactly
1: what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. um, yeah, I, I, I love that. Uh, I love that. He's just, Sam is just like, doesn't know how to deal with his shit. I mean, he didn't know his mom in real life. So seeing her as a young woman, I think is, is very profound for him. Um, and seeing his father who he has so much unfinished business with, I think is also like kind of a huge deal.
0: And we're gonna we're gonna finish some of that business in this episode, which is always a good time. We sure. Uh, speaking of John Winchester, uh, this this young guy they got playing him is the same guy from the, the previous time travel episode, um, and the dude is a is a working actor. But uh, this dude is young John Winchester is so dumb and nice and friendly. And it's such a contrast between the John Winchester that Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays. And it's so great. Like, he's so friendly with these guys. He's like, come in. Oh, yeah, sure, you can stay for dinner. Like, if some dudes, like some randos, showed up and claimed to be Autumn's cousin and, and, like, they just walked into my house, they'd be like, you guys need to get the fuck out and go to a hotel. Like We'll meet meet for lunch (laughs) tomorrow or something. I'm not inviting these dudes into my house to have dinner. Like, there's just no way. Um but yeah, he's just so nice, and uh, he gets a phone call from his boss who is threatening to fire him unless he comes in right away at, at, to talk about it. And of course, this is just Anna um, showing off a previously unknown trait for angels, which is mimicry. Like, it just make her voice sound yeah. like anybody She's else doing to. a different
1: person's voice. Yeah.
0: N- now I really want Castiel to do that all the time, and I'm going to keep asking, like, "Hey, couldn't Castiel figure this out if he just like mimicked that guy?"
1: <laughs> like, it would have been better see- if she. If she called him and it was just the angel static coming through.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would have been good too. Uh, But they, Sam and Dean and Mary don't really notice he's gone for a little bit because they're trying to convince her like, Hey, you're in danger. You need to get the fuck out. Like you and John are both going like demons and angels are after you. And, and just like trying to explain this to her. And she finally like, is like, okay, fine. We'll do
1: the thing. And then of course they notice John is gone. Um, And this sucks because this is a Mary who, a lot like sam i guess in season one is trying super super hard to get the hell away from this life so she doesn't even like she doesn't want to go run and hide somewhere because that means that something is wrong and then she would have to explain something to john where all she wants is to be normal
0: i i, I like that a lot like the the i didn't really think about that but the 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 similarities between her being drawn back into this life and then sam being drawn back into the hunter's life as well is are, are pretty good
1: yeah there's uh, all these uh lots of ties in this this family
0: yeah, they they are basically their parents over and over again. Uh so we we see John show up at his uh I guess like the mechanic shop that he works at. He finds his boss dead and then um gets confronted by Anna who uh is about to kill John when Dean shows up and then Anna promptly throws Dean a- or John out of a fucking window. No, no, wait, yeah. excuse me. He throws she throws Dean out of a window. She throws John out of a window later. Uh now she throws Dean out her window. Lots of people go through windows, everybody. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of who went hard through what to keep window. Track of them all. <laughs> um, and, of course, like, he's got the angel blade from Castiel, so his plan is to, you know, kill uh, Anna. Uh, but when he gets thrown out the window, he loses it, and then Mary picks it up. And uh, I like how they position Mary as a fighter. Like, uh, John Winchester, yeah. she, she just basically, like, goes to town on Anna. Like, they're doing some kung fu shit, like some CW kung she fu shit. She sticks a crowbar real- in her. <laughs> She stabs the chick with the crowbar, man. Which, like, I have to imagine, took some like force. <laughs> like, crowbars aren't known yeah. for being sharp. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, John Winchester seeing all of this for the first time and going like, "What the hell? Like, ha- I've never known you to do any of this stuff. Like, that's that's a that's a surprise." Which is it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and how do they get out of this? Like, so she just She stabs Anna with a crowbar, and then that gives Sam the opportunity to do the angel banishment sign, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he banishes Anna, and then it's, what, cut to the car uh, on the ride back to wherever they're going, and John is just like, what the hell is going on?
0: <laughs> he actually does the line, too, of, like, everybody shut up or so help me, I'll turn this car around. Like, dude, yeah. you're going to go back to the angel fight? That's like, what, what, I, what I wrote what is that down. Th- <laughs> I was like, well, yeah.
1: Where you going, John?
0: (laughs) Like, Like, I get it. Like they had, they wanted to include it because it's the fun family lot, and you've got for the first time ever like that whole family in the Impala, right? Like that's the first time that's probably ever happened, unless they were, I don't know, maybe they drove poor young Sammy around in that Impala, which I can't imagine the safety (laughs) on that thing is very good. Anyway,
1: probably not super.
0: Um, but yeah, they they go to Mary's safe house, which has been in her family for a while, and it's like you know full iron fixtures uh a a storehouse of salt and holy water demon on demon traps on like underneath rugs just everywhere because why not yeah. cuz why um, not well, I mean why not like if i ever if i ever have to build my own house like i mean just in case just put some salt in the walls right like it can't hurt yeah. <laughs> I mean, Just might as well go demon proof that it house can't hurt. Yeah. just yeah. do it i mean i'm sure like the contractor built my house is like what the fuck is up with this guy he's so goddamn yeah. weird but
1: i think that they it was tumblr post from a long time ago that i saw i wouldn't be able to find it but it was somebody saying like they spray painted a devil's trap underneath a rug in their basement or something and then they were selling the house and like well good luck to whoever finds this in the future
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've seen people do that with um floors too like when they're uh like putting in flooring or whatever like painting some dumb shit on there and like well maybe someone will find this in the future and get a kick out of it yeah uh I, i like this because uh like the boys are basically like, okay, so salt's not going to work and holy water's not going to work. Instead. You're actually going to need, like, I've got an angel blade and we've got some angel oil, (laughs) or holy oil from Jerusalem. And like, like I like the, like
1: the exchange of hunter knowledge, right? Like that's, that's a Mm -hmm, good thing mm -hmm. to me. Um, and I, I definitely love that Mary gets to continue to be treated as their equal. If not, in some ways, almost they're better, but Mm -hmm. she's their equal. Um, and I love how honest Dean is with her throughout this. I think coming up pretty soon, it separates, and this is where we get Dean's big reveal. But he's honest about the angels. He's honest about um, what's going to happen in the future and, like, hey, you're going to die if you don't do this. I'm your son. That's that's the biggest moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, before that, though, uh, John comes up to Dean as uh, Sam and Mary go off to, like, I don't know, to figure out how to use an angel blade or whatever. And uh, he's like, hey, what's that what's that thing that 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 you drew and he's like well it's actually and john's like no 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 i don't i don't care wh- what it says i just what is it and how do i make it and uh, cuz he's instantly transitioned from like okay i have to protect my family i have to protect my yeah. wife at any cost and uh whatever i have to do to do that so he doesn't even bat an eye when dean's like hey we have to do this in blood like it's not as and he just picks up a knife and like again cuts himself on the palm of his hand just and do it somewhere else you guys it's not literally anywhere else would be like the top of your arm would probably have a lot of blood yeah, and then do it like you could your, still like your, hold your a thing. calf
1: like yeah, yeah
0: come on <laughs> just literally anywhere else. i mean maybe not literally anywhere but like you know they always say that uh like sc- cuts on your scalp are bleed profusely, yeah. right? Like just pop a pimple and you'll be, you know, you're good to go. <laughs> <Ew>. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong kind of we don't need to do that. That's not great. Um Someone just added us on Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh shout outs to um I don't actually Joe is what it says on my on my thing, but uh apparently there's uh Someone made paintballs filled with holy water for anti-demon guns, which are, that's <laughs> fucking yeah. great. Yeah, that's fucking great. Um, so, yeah, uh, after Dean teaches uh, John how to make these signs, later John and Sam sit down, and this is the first big emotional moment of all of this. Uh Basically, John is is quizzing Sam of like, how did you learn all this stuff? Oh, well, like I, I grew up in it. And then he lays into John saying like, what kind of father did you have that lets you that let you you know do all this? You could die. Like, what kind of irresponsible bastard lets you grow up in the hunter life? He was like, your father was supposed to re- protect you, and. uh I'm sure he wrote down a lot of the Sam's responses. I did. I didn't write
1: it it verbatim, but he said, uh, well, he said, yeah, he should have protected you. Sam says he he was trying to protect us. He he died trying to protect us. And Sam says how he used to be mad at him. And um, he used to kind of hate him. Uh, But it's only now after years of his father being gone. And then seeing, I think his young father immediately snap into action to protect Mary. um, Sam realizes that, you know, he was john as sam says he was trying to keep it together in an impossible situation mm-hmm. um uh, i have more of that the love of his life got killed um and if he didn't do something then it was just gonna go crazy like they're seeing now i think sam is especially has new perspective on seeing the friendly man that answered the door this young happy dude who clearly has this protective nature inside of him this get shit done nature inside of him i mean he's a vet you know he he's done he's he's been in some intense situations but he's like, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be a normal man and I'm going to live a happy life. And having the one thing that he loves more than anything ripped away from him definitely uh, definitely set him off course a little bit. Uh, but Sam says love of his life got killed. He didn't do something to go crazy. Um, and he died before I got to tell him that I understand um, why he did what he did. And I forgive him for what he did to us. I love him. Um, I think, again, as we've <laughs> talked about since maybe season Whatever, we've been talking about it the entire podcast, how Sam is more and more become like John, mm-hmm. um, his obsessive nature and stuff. And part of me almost says, well, last season when Sam was like, you know, I think Dad did right by us teaching us all this stuff because I'm a bad guy now. But now Sam is no longer a bad guy. Sam is back on the right course for the most part. Um, and I think just even just that perspective of being like, I thought I was doing the right thing as well when I was drinking demon blood. Dad thought he was doing the right thing when he was out there hunting, trying to kill the thing that killed our mom, because he just didn't know what else to do. Once these monsters entered his mind, you know, once he knew they were out there, he couldn't just be a regular dad. He had to just keep us alive and and train us and all that. Uh, And saying that Sam saying that he forgives him and that he loves him is a pretty big deal. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the actor who plays old John Winchester uh, was recently talking to, or maybe he was just tweeting and talking to Jensen about how he, he would want to come back to the show. Uh, I know him and Jensen hung out, there was pictures on the internet. Um, but I don't know where where he said it, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan has basically said like I would totally come back to Supernatural for an episode to give these boys some closure because I think that they need it.
0: Shout outs to um our uh, our Niss, um a uh, friend of the show for um being like our Supernatural uh I don't know what the right word is, like our encyclopedia, um Informant. but apparently uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um she tweeted the other day, apparently there's a a uh Something in Jeffrey Dean Morgan's contract, basically saying like, if Supernatural wants me, like I can basically like go do that, no matter what project I'm on. Like in whatever oh. projects he does, he has to like they they have to agree to let him go do Supernatural. Should CW be like, hey, we need you, so um, that's awesome. Which, yeah, which is super cool, right? <laughs> like, is it, and I don't know, like if I if I was a writer on Supernatural, um, especially with the the people that are showing up in season 12, um, and I'm assuming 13 too. Uh, I don't know how you can resist that. Like, I would want to pull that card immediately. Like, yeah. please, D. Yeah. Morgan, come be on my show. I would like, I would abuse that to the point that he would take that out of his contract and be like, no, I'm not <laughs> doing your stupid show anymore. Cause he's so good. And I'm sure that mm-hmm. it could be just a money thing too. Like it's,
1: he still has such a huge presence on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even though he is only in one season of it, one season yeah. and one episode. And it's even then that he's probably got like less than Alan and Joe, like, uh <laughs> but the amount of episodes that he's in, but it's just, and, seeing that uh recent like well comment from him or whatever but then even looking back at, at this scene here all i was thinking like is sam kind of did get to have closure in a way uh he didn't but he did uh because it's not with a you know the real john winchester it's with mm-hmm. the past version of him or whatever um but i think for sam in some way him coming to terms with the fact that like holy shit i really did love my dad like yeah. he couldn't take his hand away from the handshake um I think that this whole flashback has really spelled a few things out for Sam, which is good because Sam needs some of that closure in
0: his life. Like yeah. some, something should finally like just heal. in that dude's, that dude's <laughs> like past. one thing he's otherwise, he's just a walking, like open wound of all of his bad problems. <laughs> like, like Thank God he can get just a little bit of daddy closure.
1: Yeah. Cause it, cause it seems like, especially in the next, next episode, like Dean is going to be the walking open wound. So we yep. need to have one of them have their shit together.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, After this scene with Sam and young John, uh, we see Anna summon uh, Uriel, um, who immediately spots her as, like, uh, not from this time. And uh, Mm -hmm. she says, hey, like, you know, I know we're not supposed to be on Earth, um, but I'm trying to save the world. And uh, these two boys that killed you in the future are here, and I need you to go smite them. And he's like, I'm always up for some smiting. (laughs) Okay, dude. That's (laughs) a weird thing for an angel to say.
1: Who killed Uriel? Um, was it Anna or was it Castiel? I feel like it was not the Winchesters. I thought it was the Winchesters.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna Google it.
1: Why don't you just go to the supernatural.wikia.com, man? Come on. Who killed Uriel? Okay. Now and okay, I think Castiel did it.
0: Subsequently killed by Anna using his own blade. So yeah.
1: Okay. There we go. There we. Go. So yeah, Anna so, yeah, being it, a little it, bit Anna, of a, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a, little a little bit of a sneaky, bit, uh Yeah. A little bit of a liar. <laughs>
0: Um, then we get to our second big emotional scene, Chris, and, uh, I gotta say, (sighs) Dean talking to his mom, uh, boy, does that pull out the feels for old Jay? I don't know know what it does for you, man, but whoa, I was getting kind of emotional watching this.
1: It's definitely heavy. Um, it's always... I think when Dean talks to her, it turns him into his four year old self again in some way, mm-hmm. because unlike Sam, he did know his mom, albeit very briefly. And he's met her before, too. And he's seen her go through so much, um, but has had to remain kind of guarded because he didn't want to give up the the secret that he's her son. Um, and now he is. And now it's like coming clean about so much and just like that all kind of rushing to the forefront as he as he tells her uh, it's it's good stuff.
0: So, uh, she basically demands that he tells her what is really going on. Um, and he's like, no, it's, it takes too long. It's, it's, it's a complicated story. And, uh, it's kind of almost a little, little bit dismissive and also like, Hey, I just don't want to get into it because this is going to be really weird. And, uh, finally she just, she stresses the point and he caves and says like, I'm your son. Sam's your son. Um, and, of course, she doesn't believe that. And he, he says, well, you know, you used to sing Hey Jew to me um, because that was your favorite song instead of a lullaby. And uh, you used to feed me uh, tomato soup and rice or tomato and rice soup, which is yeah, a. I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, it sounds like one of those things, right? Like it's just like a weird mm-hmm. family thing. Um, uh, you used to feed me that when I was sick because that's what your grandmother fed you um like it basically like convinces her uh and then he says also we're
1: i'm we're named after your parents also we're Um. named after your parents (laughs) like
0: we're sam and dean winchester um and you know there's going to come a day on november 3rd uh in 1981 i think um boy i should really look at these trivia cards more uh it's um, november
1: 2nd 1983
0: jesus christ (laughs) whatever
1: (laughs) (laughs) i wrote it down because i wanted to remember
0: i don't have time to remember things okay chris I'm a busy man yeah. i I got too much yeah, yeah, yeah. I got too much going on in my life to remember a thing
1: um, you, yeah oh, I feel you. uh
0: there's gonna be a date November second nineteen eighty three where uh you know you're gonna you're gonna see he basically just tells her to run away like just take Sam and run don't look back like something bad is gonna happen and uh this is extremely emotional like you can see like that Dean is is thinking like this could change my life like or this could make me this could stop all of this like you know this river of shit as he calls it in the in the previously on um of what his life has been and he gets kind of emotional like you can see like his voice gets a little thicker and you can tell that he's getting like Mm -hmm. he's this this is a thing for him and um i I can only imagine how this is like uh my mom passed away uh a few years ago and it's one of those things that it's you get kind of used to it but you don't necessarily get um over it right? right like so like there's still times where you and, and anybody who's lost anybody in their life knows this like there's still times where you pick up the phone to call them or you think to yourself mm-hmm. i bet they would like this thing and like this opportunity to to tell his mother something that he hasn't been able to speak to in 20 something years you know is i, I have to imagine is, is extremely emotional for him
1: yeah it's not something that i think that even dean necessarily is prepared for uh, it's just something that comes out. It's something that happens. Um, and then you have, uh, our hero, Sam, come barging in and ruin the moment because he's like, it's <laughs> not good enough. You can't su- just <laughs> run away from the demon. He'll find me no matter what. Just don't have me. I'm surprised we didn't see those,
0: uh, size 27s. Like we didn't hear them like clomping yeah. on, on into the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to, just to completely break it up. He, um, um, but yeah, he just, he kind of slams in and he says, I just, uh, he doesn't slam in, but I kind of imagine him like slamming into the wall a little bit and like putting his arm on it just very loud and just taking up so much space. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. and just saying, like, hey, it's not it's not good enough to just uh to run and hide. You and John just have to call it quits. Which is like, Sam, boy, you know that they, like you see how much they love each other. They're not gonna dump each other. Um I mean an easy an easy solution would be like, um, condoms. But that's infallible, you know? <laughs> um like, you guys can stay together, but, like, you can't have kids, and it's like, you know, you need to have each other. You can adopt. It's not your bloodline. You know, get a dog. You, so many solutions. <laughs> get a dog. Um, get some horses. Uh, you don't get, need kids. get a dog. Don't, don't stop. Start the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> but I like his but, point. Uh, um,
0: his his yeah, point yeah, of, because yeah. uh, he, he actually goes out of his way to say, like, you can't have a normal life. Like, this thing that you're trying to do, which is escape from your history, is, is going to be impossible. And says, your children will be cursed. And of course, uh, with John and Mary Winchester, the thing that matters most of them is their family. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. something that they, they passed on either via genetics or just via, um, just by teaching Sam and Dean that. And, um, you know, hearing that her whole family will be cursed, like actually, like she, she says like, oh God, like I, I can't, there's, and he's like, no, no, you have to, no, I can't, I'm. I haven't told John yet, but I'm, I'm actually pregnant. So like yeah. Dean is literally hanging out with himself as a fetus at this point, which is extremely weird.
1: So Dean should have been like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, first is first <laughs> one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have the one. And then, and then adopt and then condoms. I think Johnny's getting a little bit older. You can, you can do a little bit of snipping, you know, you yeah. Can, snip it uh, back. Lock that thing down. Lock Keep it down. It cool. Snip, snip. Don't, Yep, step, tip step, John. Um, it doesn't
0: make you any less of a man, and you can you can still have fun, but you just you're just not going to make kids. Like that's the only thing that it does.
1: Yeah, you just won't start the apocalypse. What is with the Winchesters? Always try to start the goddamn apocalypse. Damn.
0: Um, before they get any kind of resolution on that, though, uh, John Winchester busts in and says, "Like, hey, all of our angel signs have been tampered with, and uh, like the the room starts filling up with noise uh, that we know to be a sign of an angel coming. Uh, we get noises and light, and then, hey, guess who's here? Uriel." Uh, just shows up and starts fighting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he throws, uh, John right out the window or, um, or maybe no, him I... and Anna show up and Anna punches John through a window. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, see you later, buddy. See you later, John. Um,
1: the first then... of many windows that man will be punched through in his life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a nickel, <laughs> I'd have like $5 and that's a lot of goddamn nickels. Um, they, uh, Anna probably, properly stabs uh sam like she rips an iron pipe she, out of the yeah. wall and just fucking stabs him in the chest with it and he's just basically yep. falling over dead um
1: that's breath- see, that one doesn't make the list a lot of the times when we're counting down you know the amount of times that sam and dean have died he's dead mm-hmm. right there he's, he's dead.
0: totally dead uh we see outside we see some uh like bright lights flashing on john which is weird but then it, we don't see that for very long we cut back and anna is approaching uh, Mary. And basically saying like I'm so sorry, like you don't deserve this, but I, I have to do this. Like it, it's it's extremely important that I that I murder you in cold blood. Yeah oh Um, for sure (laughs) it's extremely i just want to say that out loud that i am murdering you in cold blood but it's it's like like really how about
1: how about you make me infertile you're an angel
0: (laughs) i mean another angel gave like sam like he took away sam's lungs for five minutes like i'm sure that you can just make john infertile if you want to (laughs) (laughs) this entire time um i'll I'll get to that when we get to never mind but yeah like there's so many other ways that we could they could they could probably resolve this besides murdering mary winchester in cold blood but oh well uh because who
1: stops her chris um me i stop her i showed up and i looked uh-huh. really cool and sam said Oh, Chris, you're, I'm so, oh, God, I'm glad you're here. You're such a cool guy. Thank you for making the
0: podcast about it. It's uh, really no, good. I've, so, been, <laughs> I've been listening since, this, since you launched. It is really good. I was, I was your really, first Patreon
1: backer. I'm just really <laughs> proud of you. And I just never got the chance to tell you that I understand and I love you. <laughs> so no uh, no uh,
0: chris chris's self-insertion fan fiction did not happen but uh m- the archangel <sighs> m- michael has uh a- a- has convinced john winchester to uh be mm-hmm. his vessel for a little bit um and this is interesting because we we, we learn that um being a vessel is or is based on bloodlines so that's that's a kind of an important thing um and then, which makes you wonder, like, how they ever let John Winchester die and go to hell. But, like,
1: whatever. Um, yeah. Well, because he's much like uh, Mark Pellegrino. He's not the official. Uh... <laughs> oh, he's not the fish vest. He's just the yeah. pimp vest. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, he's not, like, he's not Gucci. He's knockoff Gucci. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's Gucci with an E at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he basically... uh. He snaps Uriel out. Like, he's just like, hey, Uriel go away. And he goes yeah, away. And eight. then he. Go ahead.
1: No, I was saying bye to I was saying bye to my oh, you. were Uriel. just saying bye. bye. Okay.
0: Bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bye. And then, uh, and then he just fucking roast Anna. Yeah. Like, I, uh, sayonara, Anna. See you later, Anna. Uh, and definitely, you know, actually, not going to see you later because you have been roasted. <laughs> Boom, yeah. roasted, as Michael Scott see would it. say. So this is something <laughs>
1: that I don't know which demons or which angels rather like want this because it seems like half the time they're trying to destroy uh lucifer they're trying to destroy sam so that lucifer can't get to him so they can win the war but like from from what i understand they do want lucifer and michael to fight and i think that michael maybe michael specifically wants to fight the real deal lucifer while a lot of the other angels are pulling for the fight to happen with a very weak lucifer so that they can easily win I don't really know. All I know is that they do want the fight to happen because that's so kind of the whole point.
0: So there's – in my mind, there, there's, there's two ideas at play here. Um, so when we're in the 1970s, and, and Michael, uh, after he kills Anna and he um, kind of knocks everybody else out, like him and Dean are finally going to have a conversation. And um, he basically says, like, this is destiny. Like, this is, this is what my father, this is what God wanted to happen. He is, you know, out of all of the possible chances of John and Winchester meeting people and falling in love, like they, they met each other and they made you, this was all destiny. So at this point in time, from the angel's point of view, uh, like God is still around and this is what he wants to happen. So Michael is preventing Anna from changing this because he thinks that he's, that he is, that he is protecting his father's work he's protecting the timeline more or less um, in right. the future, the angels have kind of said, like, uh, Uriel has said, like, we, we're just tired. Like, God left us, and we're just so fucking bored with this that we're going to try to trigger the apocalypse. And those basically work with each other, right? So at some point in the last 30 years, the angels just got bored. <laughs> we're like, okay, fine. We're just, we'll just give up. Whatever.
1: 30 years doesn't seem like a super long time Doesn't seem like a lot. Angels. No, I know. You simply think, <laughs> but, I mean, like, maybe it was like what the, do I know? The, the... I've never been alive for 30 years,
0: so. Oh, God. Oh, God. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's, 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 he's protecting dad's work, I think. And, uh, this, this conversation he has with, with Dean is really fascinating to me. Number one, I think the actor that plays young John Winchester does a much better job with as Michael than he does John Winchester. Um, and he's, he does does a pretty credible job as John. So we,
1: we have a, I think the only problem with John is that we have such a set image of him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this guy is playing a different version of John that he is, you know, written to play as you know so that's not really his fault but he does do a very good michael we've never seen michael before right have we have we seen Michael no,
0: before we've not this is his first appearance
1: okay so and this is the opposite side of the coin of the, the conversation that uh, that sam had with lucifer which is like way spookier when it happens with sam obviously because it's mm-hmm. lucifer but just saying like hey uh this is destiny no matter what you do this is gonna happen um where dean I mean, Dean, as we're going to see, is still able to be defiant. Where Sam kind of just was insisting, no, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to give in to you. Obviously, Sam feels his own weakness a lot more than Dean does Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to these sort of things. He feels like he is going to fail. But Lucifer makes it seem like it's just like this horrible promise of like, yeah, this is going to happen no matter what. Whereas um, Michael is like, dude, don't worry. It's going to be sick. This is what's supposed to happen everybody's gonna have a good time except for you dude know.
0: it's gonna be sick as definitely michael's pitch on this whole thing
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um Dean, please come on dude listen come on you can trust me come on come on come, on, like, on come out like, yeah just get the you car know, like get the car come on yeah dude just come like we're gonna it's have just, one beer and you're gonna it's be like, just
0: one joint come on bean what do you do it's you just doing? one you're one gonna joint. be
1: like what was I even worried about? You know? Yeah.
0: It's Dean. 1970s weed, Dean. It's not even, it's barely going to get you high.
1: You're not even um, going to be high. <laughs> <laughs> he does,
0: uh, he does the same thing that Lucifer does, which is uh, compare and contrast Michael and Lucifer's relationship to Sam and Dean's. Uh, hearing this on the other side, uh, we heard this when Lucifer and, and Sam met, um, or Lucifer and Dean? Yeah, Lucifer and Dean met uh, in the future. But hearing Michael kind of Michael's version of this of like I practically raised him and he betrayed me and he betrayed my father. Um, like, you you know, I I don't want this war either, but I, I have to do this. I, I love him so much and I took care of him in ways that most people wouldn't even understand. But I'm going to kill him. Like I this is something I have to do. This is my destiny. And you were part of that. Um, he also he also says that uh, the the vessel bloodline is down is coming from Cain and Abel. Which is yeah. kind of a weird, a weird pull that's not going to matter for like I don't know eight seasons or something. So, <laughs> um, but it's it's interesting. And um, <clears throat> Michael says that he's a he's a good soldier and that he's going to do exactly as his dad says, and uh, because that's that's what he should do. And Dean, like you said, Chris, just throws this shit back in his face, and it is fucking great. I love yeah. Dean just saying like. You know, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Like that doesn't doesn't sound like it has to be. And and, and Michael kind of argues with him. He's like, what? You know, you're you're saying that you know better. You're you, this you being this tiny, insignificant mind knows better than my father that created this whole world. And Dean says, yeah, I have to believe that. You know, my tiny, insignificant mind can make its own decisions, and I can. Right. You know, I'm. I, this is the reason that I'm here, and I, I am not going to do this. And um, man, I just. I just cannot get enough of Dean saying no. I just, I just love it so much. It's so okay. Well, hey, you're gonna get
1: a lot more of it.
0: <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, and basically, Michael says, "Okay, well, that's fine. Like, well, we're, you're gonna say yes eventually. Uh, meanwhile, I'm gonna do yourself do yourself a favor, and I'm gonna wipe these memories from John and uh, Mary's mind." closing a a pretty huge like you know plot hole that could have that could have you know (laughs) why did what why did john winchester not ever mention angels or anything um so that's good um and then leaves zaps sam and dean home and you know resurrects sam obviously along the way as well as castiel uh but leaves with the line you can't fight city hall which i know is a reference but just it's the opposite of what I like to, to see from my pop culture references when it comes to angels. I, I don't like this <laughs> reference at all. Do you?
1: <laughs> no, I don't even get
0: it. So, I think it's, uh, is it from Network? I wouldn't know. And of course, it's not in the notes because the Wikipedia is failing me. Someone out there will know. But yeah, I guess I could just Google it, but that doesn't seem They're like They're usually good like,
1: Cinderella time. is a reference to the fairy tale, Cinderella well like even now um
0: the fucking fucking wikipedia man uh referencing the song album and movie the song remains the same about led zeppelin like thanks
1: (laughs) we were the new york yankees are a reference to the baseball team the new york yankees who play in new york
0: um urban dictionary doesn't really have anything for city hall so maybe it's not an actual movie reference for some reason i thought this was like a you know what this is really boring on a podcast let's move on <laughs> he zaps he zaps them all back home um kaz is feeling like fairly okay at this point um but he collapses in a hotel room uh sam and dean running here to drink and then uh we have our first reference to team free free will um mm-hmm. which at this point is um how does he put it uh one ex-blood junkie one dropout with six bucks to his name and mr comatose over there yeah, And uh, Sam says, that's that's not funny. And Dean's like, I'm not laughing, brother. <laughs> I'm not, this is, this is not, a, not a good time. But I'll, I'll, we talked a little bit before the episode. You have some issues with Team Free Will, huh?
1: I don't really have issues with it. I just always didn't. I didn't cling on to the name, like the advertising that they did around that name. And the way that the fandom has kind of like grabbed onto it. Only because at the time, this is when like the Twilight movie was really, really big. And everywhere I went was just, like, Team Jacob or Team Edward. Um, I think those are their names. And I know, yeah, those are totally, I know they are. Uh, Who am I kidding? Um, And Team Free Will just seemed like they were going off of that because it was at the exact same time in my consciousness and the people that I was surrounded with. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just never really got in, I never got down with the name. And I understand that the fandom loves it and uses it uh, very lovingly. Um, But I've seen the abbreviation a few times. What is it? T F W. And it took me a very, very long time to have any idea what people were talking about. And then I realized, Oh, they still use that name. That's interesting. Um, but for me, I never, it kind of always put me off a little bit. I love the idea of it. I think it just landed at a bad time for me. Sure. I, um, it's weird because it, like,
0: I, I definitely remember like the twilight movies being like as big of a deal as they were. But, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, for whatever reason, I just, I, I clicked with team free will from the moment. Like I was like, yes. Okay. like, these 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 group of people these three i mean four if you count bobby like they probably should loop him on this you know naming decision um but like these, these three or four people like just basically going against not heaven and hell and to you know fight on the side of humanity and not any kind of weird cosmic agenda is super mm-hmm. good like that's 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 good even though it's like the odds are stacked against them like this is a, a classic underdog story but I, I dig it i love this
1: so yeah no i, I yeah, like i said i don't have any idea or any problem with the idea of it i just just because of the name, which is no, nothing no, wrong no. with the name, it's my own association with it. No, you're, you're you're a hater. I get it. I am a hater. You're a hater. Uh, honestly, I just hate the show. And um, <laughs> what is so there's some there's some crazy shit that I was been reading on Twitter that like people believe like if Jensen is a is friends with anyone who isn't Jared, like the the fandom like freaks out like a certain like weird poison part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very strange, and I don't really understand it. But then I, you gotta remember that they're just children, and and kids believe lots of crazy things so sure you can't blame him you can't, i believe lots of crazy things when i was a kid you know
0: jensen um i don't i think i still follow jensen on twitter i don't follow sam uh, excuse me jared on twitter anymore um but i still follow wow. jensen and I, I think it's because he doesn't post a lot like he just it just pops up like once every two months or something and i'm like oh hey look it's jensen yep. um but he posted a, like a picture of himself with like a donkey or something at jeffrey d morgan's farm yeah. and uh just on a whim like i looked through the replies and I'm going to say a good 90% of the replies to that tweet were like, I love you, daddy. And I love you, Jensen. I love you, daddy. And I'm like, yo, like, I, I don't like people used to do that with, uh, president Obama's tweets too. i just like, I love you, daddy. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, this it's is weird. super
1: weird. It's very weird.
0: <laughs> like I get it. Like Twitter is like a, is a super like casual way to talk to people. So like, it's easy to just assume that you can talk to somebody, but like, you know, that these, like, like I just, I wonder from Jensen's perspective, like as he sees those come in, like he obviously has to have his notifications turned off at all times. But mm-hmm. like as he sees that come in, of just like just thinking that that has to be the weirdest goddamn thing in the world.
1: Yeah, because you know a twelve year old girl is calling you daddy, and you don't really know how to take it. It's just it's it's got to be weird.
0: Yeah, it's 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 super strange. Um Real quick, we got to finish up this episode. Um So Sam uh, is expressing some concern about them saying eventually saying yes. Um Saying that, you know, hey, John said yes, like, in the past. And Dean said, well, yeah, you know, he was protecting mom. And he, Sam's like, yeah, they could use the same thing against you, Dean. Like, they can use our family against us. Like, you know, I'm super worried that we're both going to say yes eventually. And um, there's no solution to that. Like, they just kind of leave that hanging, which I think is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, again, I do I do really love the idea of Team for a while. And I'm not going to be a marginally dickhead about it. I just Later. was like, I never understood what, like, the love of it. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm just a hater.
0: You're just being a hater. And then we finally see uh, um, John, finally, but uh, at the end we see John and Mary, young John and Mary uh, with a crib. And Mary has picked up like a little angel for the nurse, for Dean's nursery, sitting on a little shelf watching over him, which is nice.
1: And that all got wiped from their memory, right? Like none of that.
0: Yeah. None she of that just is says, canon now. <laughs> well, she, not, yeah, none of that is, well, I guess it's canon uh but it's like they don't re- actively remember it um so like she just says like I don't know why I just I like the idea and I'm like dude like if you actually remembered anything about angels like you would know that none of them are very nice except castiel which you didn't meet so it doesn't right. matter um but yeah that's that's a pretty solid episode like that's like when, when we finished watching this I turned to Autumn and I said uh that was just that's some that's some good fucking supernatural right there like that's what I'm signed up for that's what I'm into yeah
1: everybody was great uh we had a lot of good moments we had uh Dean and Mary, we had Sam and John, uh, even Castiel being being a big old, big old fashioned goof early on, um, in a good way, and uh, yeah, Team Free Will is now a thing.
0: Let's get into the next episode. It's called My Bloody Valentine, uh, written by Ben Edlund, directed by Mike Roll. Air date was February 11th, 2010. Castiel helps Sam and Dean hut down Cupid on Valentine's Day after Newt townspeople start to kill each other for love. However, after Cupid tells them he's innocent, they discover famine, one of the four horsemen of the cop- apocalypse, apocalypse, and has arrived wow, in town. <laughs> one of the what? I don't know. One, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. How's that? That's much better. Uh... <laughs> Use your words. Uh, wow, these, these, t- this week, man, our, our friends of the show that write this that we keep forgetting to credit um, are, uh, <laughs> they're just spoiling these episodes left and right. They huh? really
1: are. So uh, it's interesting. Jensen was in a movie called My Bloody Valentine. Um, I seen that oh, really? what they're referencing. Yeah. Um, I believe that's what it's called. Um, or it could just be that shoegaze band my bloody valentine which i also believe is called that um can, excuse
0: me can i can we just like mm-hmm. derail this podcast for a minute yeah sure is, is shoegaze just called shoegaze because they gaze at their shoes while they play
1: yeah it's a it's a it's a friggin' hipster term uh i'm gonna look it up
0: because i thought so, like my bloody it. valentine was like a goth band
1: yeah they kind of are but it's a genre of late 80s and early 90s british indie rock Named after the band's motionless performing style, where they stood on stage and stared at the floor while they played, but shoegaze wasn't about visuals, it was about pure sound. I mean, when I googled it, the first thing that showed up was a My Bloody Valentine album cover.
0: Um, The title of this episode is based off the movie My Bloody Valentine, in which Dintin Ackles starred. My Bloody Valentine is also the title of a song by Tata Young. So,
1: just forgot about the whole band, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess nobody cares about MVV anymore.
1: All right. Well, you know what
0: well, I like to say, NBD to NBV, Chris.
1: Yeah. You know, what happened to all the true goths? Shout out to all my true Shout out to all, all the my true goths. goths. None more goth, uh, am I right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, if it, yeah, Only true goths uh, will understand. Um, I don't re- know how to do a fake meme on the internet, so let's just move on. Um, so this episode starts off with a couple of nerd virgins smooching it up on Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. Day.
0: Nerd virgins, um, Chris. That's, see, that's that, harsh. That's harsh.
1: That's important because as we were, actually we learned in the next scene, um, that the 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 female in this situation, um, still, you know, wore her, her chastity ring or whatever. Like these were people who, who would not typically um go and have sex after one date with each other. But that's what we get. We get this little sweet couple, they're very awkward and you know, they have a little kiss, uh, and the, the man says, you know, let's you wanna to be together on Valentine's Day, I don't wanna be alone and she's like, Yeah, and they're they're just a little sweet, awkward first date encounter. Uh, and then cut to them literally tearing each other's clothes off, getting down and dirty in her apartment uh, to the point where they just start uh, biting each other. You know, you bite a little lip, little lip action uh, mm-hmm. until you know they start tearing flesh. And uh, as we find out in the uh, the smash cut, supernatural logo comes on. And then we find out that uh, they they ate each other to death.
0: Yeah, they. Uh, she she bites them on the shoulder like and draws quite a lot of blood, and he's like, no. I like it, Maybe and then that's they what just... Sam and
1: Dean should cut when they're trying to get blood ritual stuff—the
0: shoulder, <laughs> just anywhere but the palm of your hand. Anywhere. Oh man, I guess uh, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Uh, I was going to make I was going to make it like a uh, hairy palms don't like can't grow on a <laughs> this scar palm thing, oh but yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, the, these two people eat each other to death. Chris, we're we're in a full on vor episode. Like, there's going to be people just.
1: It's- I had to it. look it up before and I'm gonna look it up again. Vor. Oh, no. Urban gonna, Dictionary.
0: Oh yeah, listen let's, let's make sure you send that link to me so I can include it in the show notes for
1: all of our curious listeners out there. Well now I have to Google it on my computer and not on my phone. Okay. Uh listener, you know, because this is not this does not constitute as Vor. Um I just want everyone to know. Okay. Vor. brief for Vorophilia. <laughs> it's a fetish where one fantasizes about being eaten alive or consuming another creature alive. Uh, The most typical style of vor is smooth vor, being swallowed or eating whole without any bloodshed. So that's the type of vor that we all know.
0: That's the most common. (laughs) Get me into some of that rare vor, though. I want some of that uncommon (laughs) vor.
1: When we covered this on the Chomp Chain podcast a while ago, we had all kind of assumed. That well, Dylan, my my co-host, just assumed that it was when a dragon ate somebody, and then that <laughs> was a sexual no. thing. That is not that is limited definitely to dragons.
0: <laughs> under, under uncommon war, <laughs> not war. limited <laughs> to dragons.
1: However, very applicable to dragons and other large magical creatures. Um, so that's so this is not technically war uh, in, in the common sense, but I guess I guess it would still be eaten alive. I mean, that's still that's still gore. Uh, excuse me, vor. I think this is just cannibalism. It feels this feels like more of a cannibalism thing. Um, so,
0: so can I can I read you the the second paragraph on the Urban Dictionary site? Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Many many might associate vor with cannibalism. However, most vorophiles do not favor cannibalism. Vor is an imaginary fetish. That is, it is impossible to perform in real life in the way most fantasize. Yeah, because dragons aren't real. Hold on. The kicker: unlike most cannibalism. <laughs> which yeah most cannibalism
1: can be done most
0: most most cannibalism can be done like for realsies but not all not all not all i hate i um, hate that the internet is so just like full of information now we just have too much information on the internet to know um i want to talk about this scene this this scene is really super gross to me like them showing like because they they get into it and then um like they like he starts biting her she starts biting him um, they're like they're kind of half naked it's just kind of gross like there's nothing hot about this mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to be but it's kind of gross and then we go to the smash cut of sam interviewing um the, ch- the poor chick that found these two and she describes them as having uh as him like still eating her even though he was yeah, dead he was like, like his, still his, his...
1: alive like twitching and like yeah and, and his was mouth was still, still chewing chewing. He was still chewing
0: yeah yeah dude
1: that is it's just... like every once in a Ugh. while like Every like ten or so episodes, Supernatural's like, We're a horror show, right? Let's uh <laughs> let's lean into that. Uh Let's yeah, do like, something horrible.
0: <laughs> I think the last episode I actually said, like, you know, Supernatural uses gore in a really effective way and it's never over the top, and then they go straight to Gore or Vorgore. Yeah. That's
1: what vor-gor. they call that. Yeah. Vorgore. Yeah, yeah. Vor-gor. Yeah, uh, yeah. They just do it.
0: And yeah, uh you're wrong. Yeah, and this and this this roommate person um says like this is where we get like this chick was uh she was an extremely nice girl. She had never, you know, had sex. She was always just kind of prim and proper and, and you know, whatever. And not, this is um, kind of unusual for her. And then uh, we go to Sam and Dean who are hanging out, Chris, did you notice this, in the Valentine's Day special hotel room. Of course. The, it was the cheapest end- end- one in episode. town. It's, so. it's the cheapest so, one well, in town, yeah.
1: We're here we learn that, that Dean loves valentine's day because he as he as sam says dean calls it a uh, unattached drifter christmas where people <laughs> like him can just go to bars with la- lonely people uh hanging out who are looking for love and he can just swoop in uh you know give them that love and then leave unattached drifter christmas
0: so uh we keep a, a list of like funny quotes and stuff on, uh, on autumn's phone and uh and it's we've we've done it for like ten years or right or whatever. Like, so it's from TV shows, funny things that whatever says or whatever. Like, it's just like a like so we can read them back and laugh at them. And uh, unattached drifter Christmas has been on there for a long time, and it's always made me laugh. but I, <laughs> I had totally forgotten that it was from Supernatural. Like when this That's came out, amazing. I fucking died. So this this is really good. um Yeah, uh Sam is like basically saying like, hey, you know, go off and and do your thing. Like you always do this on, on Thanksgiving. And Dean's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm Never all good yeah um, and he describes the bodies because while Sam was interviewing this chick, he was out at the coroner's office uh um checking out the bodies, and he said they were super gross um, and that their stomachs were and listeners, I'm saying this because if I had to hear it and knock about it, you have to as well, their stomachs were thanksgiving day full of one another, yep so just pretty, just pretty gnarly. yeah shout outs to my to my four people out there because
1: Jesus Christ yeah um but um also. So this is where where Dean says he's not interested in unattached drifter Christmas. That's it. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal. Uh, and Sam says, in I think it's probably the the, the most um, reasonable Sam has ever been about approaching Dean with his feelings because he makes a joke and he says it's when a dog doesn't eat that you know it's sick or you, that you know something <laughs> that you is you know wrong. something is wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and this not appreciate...
0: necessarily like a comedy episode, but like they get some yeah. good one liners in for this they Valentine's do. Day gimmick. Uh,
1: do we talk about uh, six degrees of of Heaven, bacon. In the last oh, we
0: forgot. I, I meant to. I meant to mention that. Yeah, like when uh, when Michael tells in the last episode when Michael tells Dean that like they you know the, the vessel bloodline is from Canon Abel. He says, "Yeah, six degrees of heaven, bacon," which is yeah, just a fucking terrible line in every way that yeah. you look at it. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> this this line is much better, and it's it, this is how Sam should approach trying to deal with Dean's emotions. <laughs> he should just mm-hmm. make jokes until Dean accidentally says something truthful.
0: Uh, and then we get to like a different scene where we find these like two business bros like doing business stuff and uh, one yeah. guy's like just obsessed with talking to this chick and uh the other guy is like making fun of him for being for being whipped um goes very all the way up to the line of saying pussy whipped but doesn't quite get there because yeah. you know cw we, we can show two people eating each other during sex but we can't say the word but pussy you cannot here. say the
1: word pussy <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, we live in a in great times, everybody. Um so yeah, he's kinda making fun of this dude when uh the chick shows up and is uh like just the the very s- s- definition of like the <laughs> she's she's gone full clean clothes, Chris, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, blowing yeah, yeah. some fucking rabbits. Uh like mascara is, is spread all over her eyes from her crying, her hair is kinda of frizzy, she's like just looks like she's fucking crazy. Yeah. And she's um, had better days. She's had better days and she her like situation with this dude like they both are really into it and they're both like yeah i don't know I, I can't i can't focus on business i just have to be with you i have to be with you i have to be with you and like the dude from the corner is like i told you man <laughs> she just pulls out a gun and just fucking waste him yeah and it's it's really chilling like just to have her like just casually just kill this dude like in a way that's supernatural kind of
1: doesn't do a lot right it's it's dark it's very dark and I was even gonna say, like, oh, they could like that guy could be fine, but he's not. He's he's definitely not. Like she shot him straight through the
0: heart. Yeah. And
1: you know. It's people are just are really just digging deep and they're going all in on this stuff. They're going all in, uh, and they decide to
0: uh basically do a a, a little murder suicide pact um with one another because they, they cannot bear to be apart from one another. So they they have to be together in death. Um which is kinda creep, kinda creaky and crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we meet what I think is the star of the show. Uh, Sam and Dean go t- back to the morgue and uh, meet the morgue guy, who yeah, is just super just great so, dude. He's so just like jovial. Uh, I, I don't know if I wrote his name down. I forgot to write his name down. I'll I might put it in the show notes. Um, he hasn't really been on anything unfortunately, but uh, yeah, he's just like super jovial and is like, hey, you know, you know, welcome back, officer. I think it's uh, it's um, officer Marley because I think he's called, <laughs> Dean is yeah. pretending to be Bob Marley for some reason. Yep. Um, but just like tosses Dean the keys and is like, Hey, and don't, don't remember refrigerate after opening <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I I like this dude a whole lot. I, I don't know why he's, he charmed me.
1: Yeah. So right before they go in there, uh, there's a scene of Sam and Dean walking oh, yeah. down the hallway in the morgue and Sam gets a sudden like freak out. He sees this, this guy walking by with the briefcase and it goes into full on like heartbeat tunnel vision where you literally hear the heartbeat just like, I couldn't quite remember if that's this is exactly what it was, but all I could think of was demon blood. Like that's that's what happened to Sam when he was getting all uh, you know jacked up on demon blood, uh, and he's staring at this dude, and he's kind of having a little bit of a freak out, and Dean's like, "Yo, my dude, what's going on?" "Oh, nope, nothing. I'm fine." Uh, and even Sam doesn't really know what's happening, uh, but then they go into the morgue, and that's that.
0: Mm-hmm. And they uh, the yeah, they meet the the, the friendly doctor, um, and. The doctor leaves, leaving Sam and Dean the opportunity to to like kind of pour over these human remains. And uh, sure enough, Sam finds a clue. Uh, on each of their hearts is a little Nokian symbol, and um, they it, Sam recognizes Ed as a Nokian. So Dean calls Castiel up and says, "Yeah, I'm in the basement at this such and such hospital." And then he just appears in front of him, and they talk to each other on the phone, like <laughs> with echo and everything. Like, They're and basically, Chris. Nose to nose, like they're just so close to one another at all times. Like, I don't think this is like overtly flirting or anything,
1: but wow, they're close. Something I noticed that Jensen does when he's talking to Castiel is the eye flicker where his eyes like look over his face. You can see Jensen's eyes moving back and forth across Castiel's face. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that you don't see people do when they're talking to each other like in a normal way. Um, like it's literally like I am looking like that's. I only ever do that when I'm talking to jets, like when I'm talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> Dean is doing it when he's just like talking to the dude standing in front of him, and I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just
0: just saying, just saying. Uh, Kaz identifies this as um a mark from Cupid's arrow, uh, which sounds like the dumbest thing imaginable until you realize that Cupids are actually just like third class angels, um, yeah, cherubs, cherubs, and uh, <laughs> I think, think. Dean says
1: something like, "You mean the one in the diapers? <laughs> the little fat babies in diaper flying around diapers." And Cassie is like, "They're not incontinent."
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a super serious Caz is still working for me a whole lot. Like it's yeah, just, it's just yeah. really great. Uh, but yeah, he says that these two people were intended to mate. Um, so now they're gonna they're gonna go track down a uh, cupid. So, on Valentine's Day, they head to, like, a little singles bar um, where it's a combination singles bar and fancy restaurant is what I get out of this, right? Like, this is a weird (laughs) – it's a weird restaurant. And uh, even weirder, Dean's not eating his burger, and Kaz is, like, stolen it and wolfing it down. And we've never really seen Kaz eat before, so that's kind of something to remark upon.
1: Yeah. Um, All I know is that I really wanted to eat that burger when I watched this also, so – yeah the burger lovely, did look
0: it was a reasonably good looking burger I'll give you that like it looked pretty tasty <laughs> uh they see that the they see the effects of this cherub when it blows in and like these couple sitting on the same side of the of the booth which hey people don't do that that's not actually you know what i'm i don't know why i'm saying that like if that makes you happy do it i don't who am i to judge
1: right i just i feel like it makes other people uncomfortable and you should always respect other people
0: (laughs) we took uh we took autumn's dad out for uh lunch or dinner for his birthday i forget which one and uh like it's usually when autumn and i go out we like sit at a bar of a restaurant because we don't feel like taking up a table or whatever and uh so we were at a booth and we were sitting on the same side of the booth, obviously, and you know, Autumn's dad's on the other side, and it was just it was very strange. It was a very odd thing. Yeah. <laughs> Made me realize I don't do that a whole lot. Yeah, um, booths are
1: weird, just in general.
0: Cassiel disappears and uh tells him to go meet him in the basement and uh they he basically like he says he tethers this cherub somehow. Uh but basically forces him to stay and then um the cherub shows up and it's a pretty good time,
1: huh? Yeah, it's it's a, just a big ol it's a big ol
0: uh, naked boy. Yeah, this dude is is a big naked guy who loves to bear hug people. Um he he starts with Dean from behind and then he uh he wraps Kaz up in one and as Sam's like tries to tries to get away, he like teleports behind him and gets Sam too <laughs> and uh I think Castiel says like um he looks over at Dean and says, "This is their handshake." And he's like, "I don't like it." And He says, "No one likes it." <laughs> uh, this is good stuff around this this whole keep it situation. Um, yeah. And when they confront him, he immediately starts like openly crying. Like, I can't believe you would ever imagine that I would do this. Like, I mm-hmm. I'm, I I love love is one of his lines, yeah. which is super dumb. <laughs> uh the other interesting thing when uh they 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 finally send like Castiel over to comfort him right which is super strange and uh but we learned that like their whole thing is to make sure that they they get these orders from heaven about who should who should hook up and uh like it's very important that they do this and um one of the most important assignments was the 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 union of John and Mary Winchester which is probably the quickest we've ever gone to a full retcon in, in right. supernatural history. Like this last episode, uh, Michael, the archangel, went out of his way to talk about like what kind of chance in the world it was before um, John and Mary to meet and to fall in love and for all these things to happen to bring Dean and to, and Sam into the world and how God that was God's plan. Like that was you know it was destiny. And now yeah. we hear that like no no no. Now, Heaven actually has been actively, like, genetically breeding humans for their yeah, own good. <laughs> Des- Destiny
1: is just a dude in a diaper, apparently.
0: <laughs> a naked guy with, like, a literal bow and arrow somehow. Yeah. Um, this is, like, extremely strange and, and weird, and I kind of don't like it. I like uh, the idea of Heaven, like, again, doing the whole eugenics thing is, is very weird to me.
1: Yeah. it. Um, I The whole Destiny plan thing makes sense, but then when you're just like, hey, it's actually it was, um, it's a, literally just a dude in a diaper, like. It kind of takes away some of the the grandiose nature of their sort, whatever. But it, I feel like this is almost more played for laughs and to just illustrate that, like, yep, everybody is following orders from heaven. Like, nobody is just acting randomly. Nobody is just making these people fall in love because they are under under orders um, and therefore they shouldn't be trying to kill each other.
0: Yeah. and and he's using this as an excuse to say like no there's no way i could have i could have done this like this is these are not my orders and i'm i you know i love my job basically um and for whatever reason this just pisses dean off right like he is super mad about hearing like that his basically his whole life is like some is the result of angels meddling between his mom and dad and uh he just straight up like punches this dude (laughs) (laughs) and uh and uh, like pulls back because like you know he's still an angel (laughs) like it really hurts when when dean punches this dude and uh i think sam says like you punched an angel he's like i punched a dick (laughs) 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 i just think that's really funny
1: yeah it's good um see this is where uh
0: and sam tries to basically say like hey dean you're do you want to talk about like how strange you're being and he's like no i don't want to talk about it at all right right uh and then it's it's back to the to the morgue where uh we hear of this dude who and this is another extremely gross visual uh this guy had uh gastrointestinal bypass surgery and like lost 400 pounds and for some reason started stuffing himself with twinkies uh and then broke the band the the lap band or whatever they call it and uh just kept going until um to the point where he was shoving twinkies down his mouth with a toilet brush and like they pulled the <clears throat> they pull like the tarp over his body off and he's got like a full like risen belly like a like a the belly like like it's just like a it's like a camel's hump coming from this dude's Mm -hmm. stomach that's i I don't know why i'm talking about it in such detail because i find it incredibly gross and awful
1: yeah it's super gross um i think that they're i mean they, they go on to make the commentary literally but they're definitely making some like social commentary with this episode
0: oh yeah absolutely uh Yeah, this is just just bad. Like, obviously, like, something weird is going on in this neighborhood. Uh, Sam leaves and, like, tells Dean about what's going on. And then kind of smells the same dude out, right? Like, the guy that they saw leave in the morgue the first time. And uh, gets the drop on him. And it turns out to be a demon. Yeah. And, uh basically just, like, beats up this demon, makes him leave, and steals his briefcase. Like, Sam just, like, right. bullies this, this poor demon kid.
1: <laughs> which is... Uh, and after he, he cuts him up a couple times with the, with the demon knife, but he isn't able to kill him. And uh, he... is Sam is left there holding the demon knife, which is dripping with demon blood, and he is trying very, very hard uh, to resist the temptation of it. Um, which is not something that we have seen in Season 5. We haven't seen it since last season. He's been... I feel like in the um, episode with war where he is looking at the, the knife where it's actually human blood on it, not demon blood, but he's looking at it kind of like quizzically, like, shouldn't I be having a reaction to this? But he isn't. And since then, he hasn't had any reaction to it. Um, so now the fact that he was so intensely drawn to this man, I mean, when he, when he corners him, he says, I could smell you. Like, I know you're a demon. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he can smell this guy's blood, it's like he has this heightened sense suddenly. Um at first watch, I think I I may have just been like, oh shit, Sam's demon blood thing is back. But as it, we go along, it's I mean, it's pretty clear that the hunger is affecting him, what he's been affecting mm-hmm. everybody else in town.
0: Which is a like I like this as a subtle effect because if uh, if our if our good friend the the episode synopsis hadn't spoiled it for us, um, like trying to figure out what's going on in this town and trying to figure out why you know Dean is not hungry, Castiel is hungry, and then Sam is like all of a sudden back to his demon blizzy addiction is would be would be kind of creepy and and weird but uh that going into it now kind of knowing the end result it still makes it good like this is a this is a way better than what war did like famine's impact on this uh on this town i think is, is really interesting and cool yeah
1: it's still a little bit strange how they don't give the horseman much screen time just like with war he had um the the entire episode was dedicated basically to something else and at the end you realize oh it was a horseman um, it's sort of like that with this, where you go a good, you know, halfway through the episode before realizing that it's a, it's another horseman. They do this one a little bit better, but it's yeah. just strange that they kind of keep it hidden. And it's a, it's a fun twist certainly to realize that cause they had advertised this. I remember seeing the commercials for it, um, as Cupid was like in town yeah. and it's a Valentine's mm-hmm. day episode and they showed the, the Cupid hugging Sam and Dean in the, the commercial, um, So then to twist onto something else is definitely, was definitely a surprise despite the synopsis spoiling it. Um, But it's, uh, it's, it's just interesting that they, they kind of hold that to the last act of the episode.
0: And we, we, we discover that now because uh, Sam brings back this briefcase that he stole from the demon guy um, and him and Dean open it and they get like the full Pulp Fiction briefcase treatment and uh, are staring at this, this shiny light and Kaz walks in carrying like a bag of burgers and munching down and, (laughs) and is like, Oh yeah, that's a human soul and uh, that means that famine's in town because that's what he feeds on. And, uh, like, the idea of... They're going to get to some goofy stuff with souls in, in later seasons, but the idea that the human soul is, like, this physical thing and that can be put into a briefcase and, like, walked around town is just, just it, like, beyond <laughs> a lot of stuff is just kind of ridiculous and dumb yeah. to me. Um, yeah.
1: It's not the best uh, thing that they've done, and I get that they're they're leaning more into the soul stuff i think uh especially going Mm -hmm. forward but it yeah it definitely is a um it's interesting like is this what they would have to do with sam's soul if they just had his body and not that yeah
0: yeah yeah it's it's super dumb uh kaz also explains like about all this hunger stuff like the reason that he's eating so much is because his his human vessel jimmy neutron is is craving uh red meat Mm -hmm. and um you know that's that's what's causing all of this across the town so that's pretty cool and um as he's kind of talking about famine and and what he is and who he is we get this uh like scene of black suvs pulling up to the big gerson's <laughs> truck stop diner <laughs> and uh they they bring out like this old like kind of decrepit looking dude in a wheelchair or in a motorized wheelchair and uh that has like oxygen going up to his notes and everything and as he rolls into this this diner, like everybody starts freaking out, so like yeah. people start like heavily making out with each other. One guy like- d- puts his hand like I guess his hunger is for french fries, <laughs> so he just like
1: guy <laughs> <laughs> <I> loves fries. <laughs>
0: So as uh, we we see this French fry dude like you know shoving his hands into hot oil, uh, we see people like get, just force feeding themselves. It's just again like they lean into the gross factor of this this hunger thing just in a really gory way. And that's I think America, it man. It is America, it, and it works for the episode. Like it does work for the episode, but boy, is it gross. Um, yeah. They uh basically cast as like famine is is doing all of this to get demons ready to march across the land.
1: Yeah. Um and Sam says he he can't go with them to go and deal with famine, because uh, yeah. le- they they last time they got rid of the uh, they got rid of the, the ring they cut off his finger, mm-hmm. and uh, he lost his power. Uh, war lost his power, so if they they can go and do the same thing to famine, then they should be good. But Sam's like, dude, like I, literally all I want is demon blood right now. Like you have to go with them. Uh, yeah, I gotta. I am I'm,
0: uh, I'm hungry for that demon blizzy.
1: <laughs> I was very happy to see that Sam admitted to it right off the bat, and uh, sure. this yeah. didn't cause mm-hmm. any issues. So he's like, yeah, you got you to gotta lock me down, and then you two got to go deal with this. And they're just like, okay, very matter of fact, we like, well, all right, we'll lock you up in the, in the bathroom, and um, we'll head on to, to go fight uh, Famine, where, and Dean is still not affected by anything. And he says yeah. it's because he uh, he's well-fed, so he's not affected by Famine.
0: Yeah, he, uh, in the car as they're staking out, like, uh, cause they, some other people have died, so they know, like, we can, we can use, like, they're gonna take the, another soul to, uh, famine eventually, so we're just gonna follow that and get to famine. Uh, Kaz is in the car, like, just gorging himself on burgers, and he asks this, like, why isn't anything affecting you? And, and Dean's like, if I'm hungry, I go get food. If I, if I want to have sex, I go get some sex, and I'm like, dude, that's not how sex works. <laughs> like that's yeah. a, that's a weird thing to say about sex. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he he says like, you know, I'm not I'm not hungry, I'm well fed, so nothing's affecting me, which is kind of gross and creepy, but also like kind of fits with Dean and in, in general, like mm-hmm. with the character that they've come up with so far. Uh, we do get this cool scene with famine where the demon that lost the briefcase shows up and uh, says like, oh hey, like the Winchesters are here and famine's like great that's good where's my where's my lunch (laughs) we'll go deal with that after i eat i think he even says after i have a snack or something and uh of course this dude has lost the briefcase so famine just straight up rips his demon soul out of the vessel and just like just like opens his mouth unhinges his mouth and like just sucks the demon soul down yeah which is impressive for being like the least gross thing on this episode (laughs) (laughs) that's true uh yeah so Dean and Kaz show up to this diner to take on famine um meanwhile at the hotel room as you probably expected, like some demons show up to Sam <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't know like this is a weird fight scene for me. I don't know about you, but like like they they lean over to get Sam and Sam just like breaks free or
1: something like that's it I think they get him out of it and then he just like fights off. Because they want they want to take him they don't wanna uh they don't wanna kill him. But he obviously mm-hmm. fights away from them. Uh, I think they were gonna like do some damage to him. Somebody says something dramatic. Uh, but yeah, he's able to to stick one of them in the neck with a piece of broken glass and just starts mm-hmm. drinking her because you know how Sam loves to drink people. I do, and it's um, that's, that's a known fact. <laughs> and then just suddenly his demon powers are back and he, and he's able to blast away the other uh, the other demon fellow with his psychic powers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's, uh, he's you know, back. You know that's bad news.
0: <laughs> it is. It's bad news. Uh it's 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 not great uh meanwhile dean and Cass are uh, walking into this diner and kind of seeing the the aftermath of all these people gorging themselves on whatever their vice of choice is and uh like kaz i think they actually send kaz in first like the idea of being Cass is going to jump in slice the ring off and then jump right back out and of course that doesn't work and uh dean walks in yeah. solo that's what happens and then think, sees yeah, kaz
1: does, dean dean waits for like a minute and then he's like yeah screw this i'm going yeah, in yeah
0: that's that's not working um and Dean finds Kaz, like, on the ground just gorging himself with raw meat, which is also incredibly gross. And not the first yeah. time we've seen people gorge themselves on raw meat in Supernatural. No, it's, no. A, it's a weird thing. The, the ruguru always gorges itself. Oh, man, that Rougarou loves to gorge. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so Dean
1: meets Famine. Yeah. And Famine has some, um, interesting, some interesting takes on Dean Winchester here. Because uh, long story short, he's saying, you know... Y- you're not hungry because you're already dead inside. You don't have any desire. Because that's famine's thing, is pulling out not just literal hunger for food, but a, uh, a hunger that he says comes from the soul. It's not just the body saying, hey, feed me, I'm hungry. It is the soul hungering for something more. Uh, and I like that, that that touch, where even you know Sam, I don't think he has necessarily a hunger for demon blood. He has a hunger for power. And that you know manifests itself through, I need to have demon blood um Castiel I guess is just literal like a literal hunger which I think is part of that is probably a hunger to be human to be more like mm-hmm. Dean and Sam mostly Dean probably um where well, it's a Dean, question of
0: of you no know, does does Jimmy Neutron's soul still exist in that vessel like obviously yeah. it has to so like if and it's, maybe if it's yeah
1: that is being affected more than actually mm-hmm. Castiel is if it's just Jimmy New- Novak I don't know uh Neutron whatever his name is um where yeah, and then Dean, he's just, just like, there's nothing in you, you're dead inside. Like you're all like, I can't do anything to you because there's nothing you want, nothing you desire. And I think that this has kind of become a new thing for Dean. We haven't, we didn't see this early in the episode or early in the season, but it is a a gradual wearing down of Dean. Even with last episode, him declaring the whole team free will thing, he's still just like, it's just depression. That's really like the the best way to put it. Everything that Dean has been through has just left him so barren. Of real emotion and real feeling. It's just like he doesn't... He's 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 resisting destiny, but it's basically he's still just like following a plan. Like, he doesn't have any stake in it. He doesn't care. He's just moving forward because that's the only thing that Dean knows how to do. Dean doesn't even know how to stand still. But that's basically what he's doing on the inside. Just standing still. He doesn't have the the lust for, for power, for women, for food, for drink. Uh, he doesn't have the quest for revenge that he did in Seasons 1 and 2 when he was going after Yellow Eyes. Uh, he doesn't have anything anymore. He's just so worn out by everything that's happened that Famine can't do a thing to him.
0: And a in a change, in a, in a turn, uh, I actually wrote down some of uh, mm-hmm. Famine's dialogue. <laughs> um, he tells Dean that, uh, number one, he tells Dean that nothing will fill up his deep, dark hole which i'm i'm am assuming somewhere somewhere is is gift in the in an inappropriate fashion but um <clears throat> he also says uh, i can see how broken you are how defeated you feel but you just keep fighting you keep going through the motions because on the inside you're already dead and basically like he doesn't dean doesn't hunger for anything so he's just going to keep going like he doesn't he's he's just he's just the only thing he knows is to keep fighting so he's just going to keep doing that because he doesn't want anything else um which is Poor Dean, man. Like, I mean, the dude has been through a lot. Like, leave that dude a good soul at least. Like, he's helped a lot of people. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he he occasionally forgets to kill the things that he's supposed to kill, and he did start the apocalypse. Uh, but still, like, a lot of that's not really his fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Dean, you know, he gets a bad rap.
0: He does give a bad rap. Uh, probably not as bad as Sam gets. Uh, and speaking <laughs> no. of Sam, Sam shows up, and um,
1: yeah, he just barges in like, "Hello, everyone!"
0: <laughs> yeah, there's big cloud hoppers just.
1: He's like a Clydesdale. Sam. <laughs>
0: he's like a fucking Sam the Clydesdale Winchester. Uh, he shows up and Famine's really happy to see him and says, you know, hey, like, did you get that snack that I sent you? You know, uh, and specifically tells Sam and another kind of lore bomb that, uh, like, he's different. Like, he's he, he can continue drinking demon blood and he'll never die from it. Like, he'll just keep yeah. getting more and more powerful. Um, and that they, he wants him to do that so that, because, you know, Lucifer is going to need that when he takes mm-hmm. over his body. Um if he gets juiced
1: up enough, then uh, that's good for Lucifer.
0: And then uh, and throughout all of this, uh, there's been, like, just some demons hanging out, right? Like, just, like, demons in suits. Like, uh, the idea that <laughs> they, the demons find, like, these five, like, identical-looking dudes, and then, like, the famine just made them go put on suits is so fucking hilarious to me. Like, it's just like, yeah. okay, everyone go to the suit store and get your vessel a suit that fits. They're all like, what? <laughs> this is—you brought me out of hell to— Dress nice and drive you around. I'm already
1: wearing a guy. Why do I have to be wearing a guy wearing a suit?
0: (laughs) I'm already. I kind of feel like I already dressed up when I put the guy on, right? Like that's how that
1: works. Like this is something we should have talked about before. (laughs) Before Joined up with you. You
0: know, you know that I'm a 900 year old witch that got converted into a demon, right? <laughs> like, like I'm not, I'm I'm not against like a dress code, and, and like Bill Hayner's chauffeur, but it seems a little weird, fam. And come on,
1: <laughs> you're just bringing it up now. I mean, come, okay, uh, whatever.
0: It's always casual Friday in hell, so now I feel like I'm really coming out of pocket on these suits. <laughs> My vessel didn't have any money. I had to kill the guy to, to be able to get the suit. <laughs>
1: No, it's just extra hours. You know, I'm going overtime here, just trying to make you look good. Anyway, now you're just going to eat me. Okay, you're just going to absorb all my. Soul? All right, because that's what he does. Yeah, that's uh, well. First, Sam
0: like uh, does his whole. Uh, you know, you know, I'm I'm using my psychic powers pose, which I, I've mm-hmm. never thought is very good, and has always continued to look dorky to me. Sorry, Sam fans, <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, but he does that, and uh, his his nose starts bleeding a little bit. But impressively, he basically exercises all five of these dudes. Um, so like he pulls the demon smoke out of all five of these vessels and like it pulls on the ground in the way that we've seen it before um, he sends them directly back to hell, uh, which is like a, like a testament to how much, how like jacked up this dude is. Right. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's on some demon blizzy at this point. Like he's, he's full on, you know, demon power, Sam.
1: Yeah. He's not just, cause I guess the thing that we, we kind of, well, we didn't brush over it, but in season four, he was like drinking from Ruby's arm you know or like Mm -hmm. a little flask he was having like sips of demon blood now i can imagine him just like draining this woman back at the hotel and just get getting a little sippy of that blizzy is that what you're saying Getting a little little sippy sippy of that blizzy blizzy. um and then we saw what he did when he you know when he drained a woman that's how he was able to kill lilith this Mm -hmm. is like lilith killing level sam
0: yeah he's 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 all jacked up um and of course, like Dean is like they cut to Dean and he doesn't has no idea what to do. He's just like, "Oh shit, this is this is bad." Not this uh, shit again. <laughs> before Sam can send these demons, even though he's probably like, "I
1: don't even care anymore."
0: <laughs> oh, dude, God, not again! Now yeah. I got to go through all of this again. Um, before Sam can send these demons back to hell, uh, famine grabs them and basically just eats all of them at once. And again, yeah. not not extremely gross compared to the other stuff we've seen. I know, in this episode. and it's,
1: it's super weird that he does it And he goes. And it's like that's very not supernatural at all, you know?
0: No, uh, yeah. He's 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 just <laughs> just sucks them straight into his mouth and it's like, mm, that was good. Yeah. Mm. Uh just just for the listener
1: out there, uh if you didn't watch the episode, um, he really does do that. <laughs> yeah, we're not making that up for I him. didn't make that up. <laughs>
0: um Sam then approaches Famine and like I guess like in the like I'm going to exercise you kind of pose. Uh and then Famine, of course, says like no, that that's not gonna work. Like, you're, you're, I'm not a demon, son. Like, I'm I'm a fucking horseman. And uh, Sam says, "Yeah, I, I know. Like, I that's I was kind of expecting you to eat the semen, eat, eat those demons." And he pulls out the demons through that dude's body. Yeah. And and I I, I take it back. This is kind of gross. <laughs> this yeah. is also really gross. It's
1: supposed to be like all of the demons the dude ate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he he pulls out all of the demons through this dude's stomach, who like vomits it all up and it oozes out of his guts. Uh and I and then he dies. Then that's it. He's defeated. And I think it's well and
0: just Dean runs up and grabs the ring, I think is the is I don't think he dies, but Does he he, grab the ring? I
1: thought he just took the ring after he died.
0: Oh, I I assumed maybe maybe I don't know. I guess we'll have to go back and watch. I
1: have no idea.
0: (laughs) Uh either way they have they have defeated Famine. I I didn't really think that they could kill Famine since it's the only reason I wanted to say that. But 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 I could be wrong. Um and then we go back to the uh the the demon ghost proof rubit Bobby's for Sam to work out his addiction problems mm-hmm. which is it's just sad and like to make it even worse Castiel and Dean are standing outside the uh the door and Castiel's trying to convince Dean like that's not him that's just you know that's just the the demon Blizzy talking and
1: Yo Castiel remember last time we were here and you let him out
0: yeah yeah <laughs> for real homie he really <laughs> fucked us over in season four <laughs> just gonna say um and dean is just sitting there like with the with a bottle of jack just you know taking some swigs and just being super depressed about everything in his life because that's mm-hmm. that's who dean is nowadays. it's just
1: like how how are we back at the same place that we were at a year ago you know like everything that they've been doing everything they've been fighting for uh in season five it's just like oh well look where we are again like what the- what is the point of any of this? If this is where we're all going to end up again, if we're just going to repeat these same shitty cycles over and over. Again.
0: Yeah, it's, it's super sad. And, uh, Dean walks outside and kind of looks up at the sky and a way that we've seen him do a couple of times before and just kind of begs, which we've never really seen him do, but just say, as please, I, I really need some help. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends. Like, that's it. And, uh, like, for these two episodes to both end on um, not particularly positive notes, to really feel like they're leaving a lot of stuff that got brought up in the episode unresolved, I think is a testament to what these writers are doing with this season. Like, it's it's yeah. a like the faith that they have in themselves to not have to have those happy endings, to have those, like, TV stinger moments at the end mm-hmm. is super good.
1: I always like when they don't have to resolve everything in one episode of Supernatural, because it is a TV thing, you know? Uh, you need to watch the episode, it needs to follow a formula, the viewer needs to get there. Uh, enjoyment out of it, they're they're like kid of dopamine that they get when they watch it, sure. happy and mm-hmm. it really is a thing. It's like a comfort thing. That's why I used to watch Supernatural over and over because it was just like it's a predictable thing. It makes me feel good when I watch it. I, you know, I know the I know what it's gonna do. So whenever they're able to get outside of that formula, it's always cool because you know that something big is building around it. Um, and I was thinking about writing down what Dean says at the end here because Jensen's performance is is really powerful. Just him leaning against the impala looking up like not knowing what to say and i'm glad that he almost has nothing it's very like he doesn't have a speech he just has like a please i need help like i don't know what to do and then the the single man tear um they don't overdo it and that makes it like way more powerful i think
0: and we've talked before about how um i think jensen does this stuff better than sam does like i think he's mm-hmm. I think it's not unreasonable to say that he's probably the better actor between the two. I don't think you necessarily have to make those comparisons, but in these in these emotional moments specifically, like he does such a good job of, like making you feel the anguish and the 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 fear that is probably you know controlling most of Dean's life right now, and Jensen just nails this like just knocks it out of the park. I think. Yeah. What these are? These are two great episodes, man. They I, are. they're really good. Are, Like, these are, you know, these are, this is some, like, again, like I said at the end of the last episode, like, these are, these are just, like, this fucking supernatural episodes. (laughs) Like, this is what, this is what, like, this is the, if, if people ask me why do I like supernatural, like, if you, if you can watch season five and not get a lot of value out of it, I would say, like, just don't even bother. But, like, man, I, I love this stuff so much.
1: It's very good.
0: And, and they've dealt with another horseman. We've still got two more to go.
1: So, we know that there's some heavy stuff coming up soon
0: do mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you have any final thoughts on the episode no i'm glad that we're back on track to the apocalypse which is you know not always a good thing but the last two felt like deviations not bad episodes by by any stretch but they were not the main storyline it felt like
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there are going to be times in in the future where i am very happy for monster of the week uh episodes where they just fight like you know a giant spider or something um, which I think is a weird episode, like season six or seven. This spider, spider thing. Um, I started to really like those episodes because I didn't care about the, the meta plot so much. Um, mm-hmm. But here, I very much do. So I'm always happy when they stick to their stick to their gun.
0: Yeah, it's 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 nice to have. Um, like we got some some pretty significant uh, lore out of these two episodes. Like the idea that these vessels are. Uh, that it's not just random people right like that it's a bloodline um which mm-hmm. makes me think of and, and we saw a little bit of that when we saw Castiel take over uh Jimmy Neutron's daughter Claire uh but like we didn't like we didn't we didn't really like we didn't have confirmation of that um yeah, and the yeah, idea right. of sam and dean being descended from cain and abel is some some really fucked up stuff too like like the ultimate brother problem (laughs) cain and abel right (laughs) (laughs) like like the very first brother problem (laughs) (laughs) um and and i think all that's like kind of adds to the scope of the show a little bit and then you know all this stuff with you know being classes of angels and cherubs and the angels you know basically controlling human destiny uh with all of this i I think is is super good and and again like we don't it's it's easy to overlook, but uh like the stuff that makes this show great isn't just, you know, Jensen and Jared and, and Misha, but like all of the, the the direction, the cinematography, like I keep commenting on the music, like the original music. I didn't point it out during the episode, but um the original music is is effectively used during these episodes like there's some of that fun like uh yeah. <laughs> two brothers getting in trouble music di- at some points during it and i, I really like that uh two
1: brothers, like it's, getting in trouble. two brothers
0: get in trouble i think that's the name of that track i need to go find that that sound that should have
1: been the, the other name for this podcast two brothers two, two brothers in, in trouble. trouble yeah
0: <laughs> um I, I just like it's just they're so good they're so solid mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. you know i just i just enjoy watching them and uh i Again, again, I, I just looked ahead to see what, the, what our next two episodes we're going to cover are, and uh, yeah, that's those are also two kind of big important episodes. There's, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about Bobby, who we, we haven't seen in a little while, which I'm excited about, and then uh, mm. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but Sam and Dean is gonna, are going to die again, so that's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how that results. <laughs> uh, so any last thoughts in, or before wrapping up?
1: No, I'm excited. And I feel like that I'm foggy on a lot of these coming up episodes I think it's because I would watch the season and then I would skip to the end because I like the finale so much that I would just get impatient and be like yep well I've seen it so I'm skipping towards it so now I got all this uh this excitement to like actually see what's gonna happen next because I don't really remember it very well
0: yeah, I have a hard time when I'm watching these episodes. We've talked about it a lot, but not just continually watching it. I think that's that's going to be it for me. Like, a, like, just every time that I would watch season five, I would just rush to the end, right? Like, mm-hmm. I would just be so excited. I couldn't stop myself from binging it. And then having to take a break and you know having to think about these episodes a lot before going to the next ones because uh, i don't i don't watch too far ahead like i try not to do that a lot because it's it's very confusing yeah <laughs> like, it gets it gets very confusing very quickly uh i think i, I think i told you that one time that i, I tried to watch a season 11 episode because i was just kind of hungry for supernatural but i did not want to get too mm-hmm. far ahead of the show and i was like what, what, what I, ah! like my brain broke it was not not good yeah, it's um, not easy so yeah, like, uh, and and the the other consequence of doing this podcast is that uh, once we get done, like once we get done talking about these two, like I'm so fucking ready to go watch the next two. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just super into it, so looking forward to that. Uh, okay, let's let's do our 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 sign offs, our all um, our, our our podcast catchphrase. <laughs> our yeah, brothers in um, trouble, <laughs> catchphrase. Our brothers,
1: hey, uh, our brothers, you're in trouble, and they only you can help. Bye. what about what about uh uh-oh two
0: brothers
1: (laughs) Uh uh-oh two brothers yep that's it that's good
0: um thank you everybody for listening uh we 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 have a blast doing the show if you can't tell and uh it's it's just it floors me that people uh, really like to listen to it and it makes me unbelievably happy that people like it. Um, shout out to USAopoly for providing us with some with some cool video games, uh, not video games, board games to play. Uh, you could expect to hear probably some more of that from us uh, going forward. Uh, not yeah. a lot of it, but we, 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 we want to talk about it. We, we like this stuff a lot. Um, special shout-outs to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash monsteroftheweek.cool. If you uh, join up there, you can get episodes early. You can get access to cool art. Uh, I don't know if we've recorded since the, your artwork landed, but the, the the postcard that you sent out was dope as hell. Um, so thank you for that, Chris. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it, I guess. I think that's all. Where, where, where are you at on Twitter? I'm at localbones on Twitter. I'm at JG Greer. Uh, the podcast is Cast, and you can find everything at monstertheweek.cool. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. 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 All right, cool. Okay. And Autumn just got home, so I'm gonna go get some fucking pho. I'm
1: excited for hmm? me. You're gonna go do what, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm gonna go get some pho. Uh, is that what you call it?
0: I mean, that's what I call it, like a bowl of tasty broth, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, is that what you call it? <laughs>
0: you're not. <laughs> you're not, It's your you, wife you're talking about. <laughs> are you not familiar with Yemeni food dress? <laughs> I know, I, I just. You know what I was doing. I, look. If you don't know what fire is, that's fine. Like you can tell me. I'm it's, this is a safe space.
1: It's, I'm just an, I'm a nerd virgin, like they are in the
0: um, fucking Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my back, man. What's happening? All right, I'm gonna upload my audio, and cool. I'm
0: uh, I'm good. All right. Well, you have a, a wonderful rest of your vacation, and I'll uh, I'm sure we'll be
1: talking. Yeah, I'll catch you later. Later, man. Bye. What? Some oh, of shit. them I do know. I gotta get.
0: So, I gotta go grab those Christmas those trivia cards. I'll be right back. Okay.
1: Okay. I hear a puppy running around. I'm pretty sure that Jeremy, you don't have. No offense, you don't have uh, four cute little dog legs. You have two human uh, regular legs. So, you're a doggo and that's all. That's all I want you to know. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. I put this floral pillow that was in here on my uh, computer chair. And <laughs> it is. I
0: don't think I've ever heard anyone say the words floral pillow out
1: loud before. It's, it's <laughs> like a dream, let me tell you. It feels <laughs> like I'm sitting on a, you know, a bed of daisies. Mm. Um, it's very soft. <laughs> I was trying to... I put a cardboard box around my microphone to try and like insulate it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, It didn't change anything, so it's either a connection issue, like we were assuming, Mm -hmm. or it's just the insane humming of my computer, but I feel like it's more likely the Connection. connection issue.
0: Yeah. Is your like? Is your internet good? Like, what do you? What do you have? Is it like a wire going out the window? The window. 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 The window.
1: The window. 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 The window.
0: The window. The window. The window. The window. The window. The window. The Oh The window. The my whole computer
1: froze. It Uh-oh. just kept going to the, window, the, window, the, window, the window, the window, the window, the window, the window, the window, over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, hopefully,
0: that was recorded.
1: Um, no, I, I think that this room might not be the the, the greatest internet, but I do have a uh, a half decent connection at least.
0: A half decent connection. It-
1: yeah, it's just my bathroom really that causes uh causes Excuse issues me? and you know Excuse I'm me. I'm not in the bathroom, so You have bathroom issues? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yes. Well, yes, but that's not what I said. <laughs> what do you mean a bunch it's one scene well i mean i mean the whole thing is based around hunger and that's okay um that's not even technically war i'm pretty sure save it for the cast man man save it for the cast i I already did this on a podcast we had an entire war episode of chomp chain like six months ago before all this war business started and i know nobody copied us because nobody even fucking listens to us but we already did it (laughs) i remember that episode i was listening i was i was there Dylan asked us like a couple weeks ago. He was like, "Did a bunch of people just go back and listen to that episode?" I see a ton of war stuff on Twitter now. I'm like, "Nah, they just found their own way to it." <laughs> yeah, we just kind of, we just kind of got there. Unless it was Jake. Jake, was it you? Did you steal it from us? I know you didn't. I'm just
0: playing. You hanging out with Jake? Is Jake just hanging out right there? I don't know. I'm just playing with Jake. <laughs> <It's my> boy, that's <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. I'm in my full, like, work outfit, which is really weird for me. Usually when recording, I'm in, like, shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> I'm
1: wearing basketball shorts and an anime t-shirt, so what's up? AK? What's up? What's up, anime? I got my glasses on. Normally, I got my contacts in. Um, I got a haircut. I'm, like, a fucking different guy. I'm wearing white thaw. That's not that crazy, but... Yeah, I don't want to read anything. If you just say, "Oh, that's a spoiler," so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, and then I'll, you can then you can just go down. <laughs> All of the following Winchesters
0: have been to hell, aside from which one? <laughs> okay, uh, this is. I honestly
1: be- don't know the answer. To that. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> which Winchester has not been to hell? Mary, I guess.
0: Probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would guess. Um. Do you want to get into it? like i know Um, i know we usually spend like 45 minutes like just kind of chatting about stuff you want to talk about your life what's going on man how was your
1: vacation Uh, tell me about your vacation you know i feel like i haven't done a lot but it's okay i watched three harry potter movies over the weekend that was pretty cool the first Um, those movies are the first three you know Mm -hmm. one and two not so hot three getting there and then from then on i think i like them did you watch Um, the director's
0: cut of the first one
1: I don't think I did I don't the f- think I ever have actually
0: The first one is like An 85 minute thing That is like If you're not familiar With the books I don't know who that's Like I don't know Who that movie is for <laughs> Like right mm-hmm. Like it just like it, All of a sudden They're like Oh wow We have to go do something And then Quidditch <laughs> And then Vulnerable. <"Voldemort!"> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah It just It's just like I It's like a fucking to... Freight
0: chain You just
1: have to know What's going on You have to just Like suspend your disbelief I guess when you're A little kid You're just like Okay Because that's what That movie was for Um uh- <laughs> I think I was in... What, what What year did that movie come out? 2000? 2000, 2001? Something like that?
0: Probably, yeah. I think... Uh, I want to say that one of those movies was the first movie that Autumn and I went on a date to...
1: that's interesting
0: so whichever one would have come out in like 2000 2001 okay Um,
1: november 16th 2001 2001 so i just turned 11 and i got to leave school early my friend's mom got tickets for me and him and took took us out of school to go see it in fifth grade
0: nice nice i uh i was on a date with autumn um happy (laughs) birthday jay apparently and um so this this weird thing happened and it was it was completely embarrassing and great at the same time. So we, we go out and we like go to this movie and we have a good time. And then we're leaving the movie. We pile up in the car. And at the time we both smoked, right? Like we were both smoking Mm -hmm. cigarettes and it was like pouring rain in Baton Rouge. And, uh, we have like the windows just cracked just a little bit. Um, and autumn's is cracked a little bit bigger than mine and, uh, pouring rain. And I'm driving through like, I think this was like corporate Avenue or whatever. And I drive through this giant puddle without realizing it and water oh. somehow like just just soaked the window oh. d- like put out her cigarette like got her. <laughs> this was like date like this wasn't the first time we met but like this was our first official date like we had met and like stayed up all night and fell in love with each other and then this was like the next time that we hung out after that and like, i was oh, no. incredibly embarrassed yeah do You have good memories of the Harry Potter movie, though. None uh, whatsoever. I, <laughs> I couldn't even remember which one it was. Like I'm just guessing it was the first one because it was it should have been around at that time.
1: Well, I'm um, sorry that your date didn't go well. I think my my friend date went a little bit better with my friend Mo in fifth grade.
0: Yeah, you guys didn't. You, what kind of cigarettes were you smoking, <laughs> you and Mo? We uh,
1: c- candy candy cigarettes. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's, so that was basically my entire week, and you're all caught up now. I did a lot of uh, netting back in, Windows, in my day. Windows 98? Back in Windows 98. I think I was just using Spider-Man Movie Maker. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, dude, it was, it's like, it, you would have, like, a background, and you would just, like, basically put stickers of Spider-Man on it, and it would, like, say stuff, and you could put it, Oh my god, is this it? Yep, this is it.
0: Are you are you gonna link me?
1: Yeah. Holy sh- holy shit. Okay. It started saying something and I was like, is that Jeremy? Nope, that's this. I yeah, I spent a lot of time playing with this thing as a kid. <laughs> oh my god, go like 30 seconds in. Wow, this is
0: dope as hell. Look at this like slow-mo fucking hobgoblin blowing up Aunt May.
1: Aunt May, no, <laughs> This pregnant woman just got hit by a bus.
0: Oh, God. Who is this dude saying, help? This is at like.
1: Oh, God. Just a fire everywhere. Dude, these fucking sound effects are killing me right now. These are
0: great. Meanwhile, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She got hit by a truck. By a sewer yeah. truck. No. What is this? God, I wish there were some Chris Moser original productions still in circulation right I, now. God I wish. Oh no, Rhino's gonna fuck Venom up. Right in the ass. Got him right
1: in the, the ass, Chris. Dude, the sounds that play when Spider Man comes across is just so funny.
0: <laughs> only how, like how only Spider Man gets the rock soundtrack. Yeah. Andrew Garfield does a pretty terrible Spider-Man in my opinion. I'm just going to I'm just going to go ahead and say that out loud. Like when Spider-Man cries more than he punches villains, then you have fucked up your Spider-Man movie. Like that dude is just yeah. and I like Andrew Garfield, don't get me wrong. I think that dude is is, mm-hmm. is is a good actor. Uh but like that whole premise is just like the most ridiculous. Not even the premise, just like the way the script is just really bad. Like they just wanted to make a mopey ass like goth Spider-Man or whatever, and I'm not into that.
1: They just wanted uh, teens to be able to relate. That's true. Have
0: you ever seen that like, uh, like Spider-Man movie note that one of the producers sent from an airplane? No, I'm just. I don't know how I'm going to find this in, in Google, but we're going to try. Okay, I'm just going to. Can I just read this to you? Sure. <clears throat> hey, Amy. Just a couple of rando thoughts from 35,000 LAX to JFK. A rising trend we see with millennials are the extreme forms of experimental exercises like Tough Mudder, a sort of filthy triathlon, the color run, and even things like hot power yoga, veganism, etc., Millennials will often post NBD on their social media after doing it, as in no big deal. Also known as the quote, humble brag. Wondering if Spidey could get into that in some way. He's super athletic, bendy, strong, intense and it's all NBD to him, of course. EDM is the defining music for Millennials. That's electronic dance music. Wondering if there's an EDM angle somewhere with Spidey. His movements are beautiful. Would be awesome with the killer DJ behind it. Snapchat just launched a story functionality, which is a sort of day in the life of me told in a series of Snapchats that Expire after 24 hours. It has a very VIP quality about it, since invitation only. Getting invited into Spidey's Snapchat circle would be huge and very buzzworthy and cool. Also, on American Hustle, I was thinking, and it may be way too late for this, it would be awesome to get all the cool fashion brands to do a huge 70s style collab: Urban Outfitters, Free People, American Apparel, etc. They're sort of leaning 70s already. Mclemore hitting it a bit with Thrift.
1: That's the worst
0: thing I've ever heard in my whole life.
1: <laughs> Isn't that terrible? This is somebody who's just so criminally out of touch with reality. <laughs> NBD, dude.
0: NBD, dog. NBD. <clears throat> NBD EDM. You know what I'm saying? NBD NBDM. BDM. That's what I always say. No big deal music is what I'm. <laughs> my new style of music. Yeah, yeah no sweat. <laughs> Have I ever told you about French Fry Guy? By the way, no. What? There's a uh, there's a dude that um, is like has the same role as I did. Uh, this was a few years ago. As um, so, he was like my counterpart in a different state, and uh, we went to a training session together for two for our product that we sell. And um, like people were telling me, like this dude, they could like that's that's French Fry Guy over there. And I was like, what? Why are you why do you call him French Fry Guy? And it's like that's all he eats is French fries. I was like, there's no way that that dude only eats <laughs> French fries. No, no, he. Like we went out to like they took us out to like a like a fancy steak dinner and like it's a bunch of like you know dude bros there like this is full business so like everyone's like ha 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 ha, ha and drinking yeah. beers and but it's like a full on like nice steak restaurant and this dude just straight up was like hey do you guys have French fries. And, he, and, like, the waiter just, like, looked at him and was like, I can bring you a baked potato. <laughs> we don't have french fries here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I, I got a chance to talk to the dude. And he's like, yeah, I just I eat french fries for breakfast and, and lunch. And, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I eat. Like, I, I just live on french fries. It's like, okay, that cool.
1: incredibly, incredibly <laughs> weird and unhealthy.
0: And I'm uh I, we're we have another training at the end of uh, October, so uh I'm gonna get gonna get a chance to hang out with French fry guy again. I wonder how if is that
1: guy not dead?
0: How is he not dead? I I don't know. Like I'm like, do you are you eating French fry salads? How like how are you getting protein like, and greens and fiber and everything else? Like you need other like, stuff besides French fries.
1: I feel like I love French fries more than the average person. I feel
0: like but everybody like, loves French fries. It <laughs> Feels like they love French fries yeah, more than the true, average person. That's true. That's
1: true. That's true. Uh, but but like you you. Just the sodium intake alone. Anyway, that's okay. French fry guy.
0: Yep. Good stuff all around. Um, let's get to the next episode. Cool. And I'm going to go get some water because I'm dying. I'm gonna make
1: some coffee.
0: Oh my god! You you on vacation is just crazy to me.
1: It'll take a minute. It won't be long. (laughs) I'll be back. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Sorry that I won't be able to do any bits now because I was making coffee. Yeah, you're
0: going to really disappoint everybody.
1: You know, I had one, too. I had a pretty good one one day. I had something I needed to talk about, but you know, next time.
0: It's going to be some more um, Lord of the Ring business or, or
1: what? I don't know. I, who's to say? Not me um shall we get into this we could probably hammer this one out right
0: give me um oh shit give me a second i gotta ship something for autumn sure. hold on for a second sorry i know this is super boring okay um oh, i gonna have to go get my credit card too shit hold on a second
1: So, I've been doing a lot of thinking recently about Quidditch, uh, you know, the, the magical flying broom sport from uh, uh, the magical world of Harry Potter, of course. So, you get, you, you score points, it's like 10 points if you get the quaffle into the fucking, you know, net, whatever it's called. Um, and the teams, they'll be they'll be going back and forth, flying around, scoring points. So, you score, you know, 80 points, let's say, you score 80 points. And you're, you're racking up that score. Uh, but then, you know, fucking Harry Potter on the other team, he goes and he catches the snitch and that's 150 points and the game's over. And then you just lost. Even though you had those 80 points, what does that 80 points mean? However, if you had 160 points, if you're on Ravenclaw and you score 160 points by getting that quaffle into that waffle and then... Harry Potter on Gryffindor comes and they haven't scored any points yet. He comes in and he catches the snitch for 150 points. The game automatically ends. But would he lose? Would his team lose? Because he still had more points than him. Gryffindor or whatever has 150. Game ends. The Ravenclaw had 160. Even though they didn't catch the snitch, they don't automatically win, right? Like it's just, it's, it's still point based. So if you were losing, you wouldn't want to catch the snitch yet. Am I wrong or am I right? I don't know. That's all. Just really been bugging me for like fifteen years. Did you remember you back?